Burn It Down is a production of Simulacra Studios. If you'd like to support the show, visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash simulacrastudios and connect with us on our Twitter at simulacrarpgs. But now the sun is setting, and so our story is ready to begin again. Hi everyone. Uh, hopefully we're streaming again. Yeah, just just wait for it. Yeah, sorry guys, we've been having some technical issues with uh, the new studio setup, so uh, we're trying to get this set up again. This is not fun, but okay. Okay, I've got audio on my end. Okay, so we're 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 good and going. I'm waiting okay. for this to refresh to determine. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, yes. Okay, fantastic. Thank you very much. Glad to hear that. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Uh, uh, yeah, technical difficulties abound. Welcome to Simulacra Studios presents Vampire the Masquerade Burn It Down. We're gone after a month and after some technical difficulties. <laughs> but I'm your storyteller, Scott, and these are all my lovely players. So I'd like to let them introduce themselves. Hi, everyone. I'm McKenna. I play everyone's favorite gang girl, Cadence. She's here to fuck shit up. Hooray! <laughs> hey everybody, my name is James Davey. I'm playing everybody's least favorite Mulcavian. His name is Alex, and he's just he's just trying his best, you guys. He's doing all right. Hi, it's me, Monique, and I'm going to be playing Willow tonight. And she cares very much about everyone's least favorite Mulcavian, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Hey guys, uh, I'm Dylan. I'm playing Madison, uh, professional cat herder by trade. Uh, I'm the the venture in the squad, and uh, I don't know if I'm ever anyone's least or most favorite anything. I, I don't I don't think people have strong emotional feelings. We wouldn't be able to get anything done without you. <laughs> <laughs> You're reliable. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, the the ultimate Japanese compliment. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so we've been gone for a bit. So we're going to go ahead and get into it. It's been two nights since last uh, you guys were uh, up and about. Uh, and we are coming into scene in a place uh, in Kirkwood, which is mm, roughly two districts away from your normal territory. Mm -hmm. It's not in, uh, it's Anarch territory, but no one really has a stake in it. Uh, it's a pretty lively area so uh, to date you haven't been able to necessarily figure out why no one has really gotten put strong roots in here mm -hmm. uh, but you are currently in a small uh, but very uh, very well appointed cultural arts center and uh, community outreach place called Wonder Root um, it has a lot of uh, street art and art made by uh, disadvantaged youths uh, who have been specifically uh, sought out and cultivated to help with their artistic expression and, and maybe get some money flowing into the, co the community from art sales. So it's kind of a combination art gallery uh, and craft space and community outreach center. Uh, Madison has rented this place out for the evening uh, because it was uh, the best place that you could find uh, to have a meeting with a kindred who contacted Cadence via dominated uh, mortal, who she quickly ate, uh, 
not all the way. Uh, but he basically informed her uh, to name a time and a place because they had matters to discuss. So you have the place to yourself for the most part. There is one person still here. Uh, she's a stocky, handsome woman who's just sitting at a desk. And Madison, as far as you understood, your arrangement with these people was that you would have this place to yourself. But this woman is showing no signs of leaving. She's just there with a book uh, and a cell phone, uh, just sort of manning her post. Hmm. It's about 10.20 in the evening, about 10 minutes before your, your guest is supposed to arrive. He's just going to glance at the other three at first and then kind of like indicate that person with his eyes. Like she works, like she clearly works here. Like this is, yeah. He would still assume that there's a chance that someone else is responsible. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, nobody. Alex is just going to kind of look over at you and glassy-eyed shrug. Maybe. Is that like our security guard? What's the deal? Uh, there shouldn't be anybody else here. I'm just going to go ask her. Uh, Madison is just going to walk right over there. This is why we can't do anything without you. <laughs> uh, yeah, she uh, takes maybe a couple of seconds maybe to finish the sentence that she was reading and then just sort of looks up at you slightly because she's sitting and you're standing. Hey, um, Sorry to bother you, but uh, my understanding from the arrangement I've made with this facility is that we would have a uh, private access to the facility this evening. She's like, yeah, yeah, that I, I believe that was was the uh, the understanding that that uh, I see here on the the information. But I'm uh, I'm I'm gonna stick around. Right? Why? She uh, she kind of just has the slightest grin. Uh, on her face as she just sort of looks looks you up and down, clearly sizing you up. She says, hmm. So is this like your turf that we're in? Is this like your area of town? At least for tonight it is. Really? Well, from there, he points to the exit door to there, he points to the farthest wall he can see, is mine <laughs> right now. She, um, very slowly, not really, not, not, not in a, in a, in a, any, any hostile manner, she says, it's yours in that I'm letting you use it. So you're the proprietor? Of sorts. Uh, when she stands, uh, you notice something a little bit odd about her. Um, and that on her hip, sort of in a in a custom custom leather frog, is a hammer, like a like a carpenter's hammer. Mm. It's just sort of hanging there. Uh, and she she says, "This place is mine, and I let you do your business here." But I wanted to let you know 
that you're never, ever allowed to come back here unless specifically invited. The people who come here, the kids, the workers, mm-hmm. they're not for you. Hmm. I see. I believe there may be there may be some misunderstandings at play. I respect your concern for the people who make up the workforce of this establishment. I hear your message loud and clear. I'll make sure to pay first and call ahead. He says, call ahead and we'll think and we'll see if you can pay. Uh, can I make some sort of roll to to see if I can identify that uh, the hammer is obviously symbolic. Like, is that is she a mason? Not a mason, um, but a mason. Like, <laughs> give me a wits craft roll. <laughs> okay, oh, no. I roll zero dice. <gasps> I can make okay. that roll. I I'm just not gonna roll. make that roll. <laughs> you should have some wits. Yes, but I have no craft. Oh, well, oh the, never mind. I don't either. Well, you can make the roll. You, you, it doesn't subtract anything if you make the Oh, okay. You, then you I'll roll, roll two dice. I believe it. Hey, I got a success. Hey. Yay. You don't notice anything. Um, nothing particularly pings in terms of like symbolism, but you do note that it's not a branded hammer. It it bears no mu- signs of, of machine making. It looks... Handmade mm. and forged. That's a very impressive piece of equipment. Did you make it? She says, a friend did. I see. Your friend must be very skilled. You have no idea. I'm Ooh, not going to interfere with what you have here. I know the person <sighs> you're uh, here to meet. Hmm. But there's no chance in hell that I'm going to let anything go down in my establishment without at least an eye on it. You know, I think that's quite reasonable. And if we have any future engagements, I would encourage you to bring this sort of concern up during the planning phase. You'll find that uh, I, at least, am quite understanding of multidisciplinary and multicultural concerns about security. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Scott? Yeah? While they're having this conversation, Cadence is just going to do a quick sense the beast on this chick, make sure she's not okay. Kindred go, or uh, Guru. Go ahead and make that roll. Okay, that is resolve plus animalism, which is still great. You know off the top of your head what the resistance roll for that is? Uh, composure and subterfuge. Okay. She has a lot of one. And that's three successes. Come on, girl. You definitely sense something. It's it's not a beast, uh, in a in a kindred or garou sense, but your beast reacts to it in in a way that it at the same time wants to challenge what it's sensing, but also is incredibly wary because it can't get a you or your beast can't get a read on what it's sensing. Okay. Um, so 
At this point, she's probably just been sort of staring out the window, waiting for whoever they're supposed to meet to show up. Mm -hmm. And then she looks over, does the thing. And because she has no tact, she's going to be like, uh, so you're going to tell us what the fuck you are? Oh my god, you can't just ask people what they are, Katie. When she does that, Alex <laughs> is going to grab both of the strings of his hood <laughs> and pull them slowly until only his nose is visible. Alex, I'd actually like you to end the unseen for me, please. I'm just oh, making I'm just no. making this face. All yeah. right, hold on. I mean, what did you expect? <laughs> he just, he, like he just looks over at Cadence and then looks back at the woman like, <laughs> like uh, uh. I got three successes on that okay what are you gonna so, do Alex you have when you're sort of when 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 you when you tense up and and your your your, your mind uh, goes into into overdrive mode as it were uh, you have this bizarre sensation of double vision mm-hmm. uh, you see the woman as you were seeing her, but occupying the same space, you see her, but nine foot tall, blue, with curving horns on her head, and the hammer at her side is a gigantic maul. Ah, uh, I get it. Um, and like Scott, I'll uh, leave it up to you. Being a a DJ in Atlanta. Would I have ever run into a troll before? Um, they tend to follow around. Like you would, you would see thing. You would. I wouldn't say no uh, specifically a troll, but you know that there are things out there that are that defy your expectation. Uh, that tend to to flock to your community. More, more to the point. Would I have ever drank changeling blood before? being that I'm an addict. If you had, you it would be very hard to deter, to distinguish it from a really just intense drug trip uh, right on. based on your, your uh, like it. it okay, yeah, so you, I'm going to go with, I have a vague idea of what this is, but I also have a vague idea that it will kill the dog shit out of all of us. Yeah, and yeah. the rest of you see Alex like, as he's like pulling his hoodie, you just see like his neck go up and looking into the space above her. And I sink down into the chair and my shoulders scrunch in like, uh, like I am making myself as small as possible. Oh no. And uh, as this happens, uh, she says, what I am is the boss around here. Now, if we need to make this a thing, there's a place out back where we can- Oh no, I was just clearly, you know what we are. I just wanted to like, you know, no, professional it's curiosity, I guess. It's it's great. Everything is great. We are so grateful that you allowed us to hang out in your space. We promise that we won't return here unless you have given us um, official invitation in the future. Uh, I apologize for the bluntness of my friends. You understand that they're not uh, they're not quite as civilized as I. Please, everyone, shut the hell up. And let's do what we need to do. Thanks. He's like, you should listen to your friend here. I'm going to go back to reading my book. And then we'll be fine, okay? Whatever. Sure. She, uh, she sits down uh, and pulls her book out and goes back to where she was reading. 
I sort of like what? look over at uh I sort of look over at um Madison like like are we in the right place? Like this eh? is aggressive. Weren't we invited? Well, I'm certainly going to ask for ten percent back. <laughs> so is this like the best place that like we found? This is still the best place, and given I mean, how culturally significant it is, I'm not surprised that somebody cherishes it as much as this individual seems to. Like, I mean, this is going to be like a problem. I don't think it's going to be a problem. So, Cadence, uh, yeah. while you're uh, keeping your, your awareness up and, and sort of uh, trying to scope out things, uh, you notice that out of the window outside, um, you see a heavy fog just sort of roll in across the street outside. Hey guys, shit's happening. What's up? Fog. Like obviously, like not natural fog. Just giving you a heads up. Is Dude's that probably here? So that's on aesthetic. Yeah. Uh, okay. So while they're while they're sort of chatting, uh, I I am uh, googling uh, World of Warcraft, Draenei, female warrior. And finding the scariest looking version of that I can and texting them a picture of all Okay. I don't get it. Big blue people with horns. So, um, yeah, uh, the fog rolls up. Uh, and a few minutes, a few moments later, uh, there is sort of a, a staccato rapping on the door. Uh, to the establishment. Cadence will get it. Uh, the door opens up and a little bit of fog sort of rolls in and you see a very tall thin person uh, dressed in a long black uh, London fog coat. They have a top hat uh, a healthy amount of black hair going down to about their shoulders. Uh, sm uh, very small, uh, uh, small frame glasses uh, and a cane uh, and some very dapper looking, probably custom tailored, very formal looking clothes on. Uh, and they are incredibly pale. Cadence is going to... Oh, I'm sorry. sorry, I just text the whole group. They're a very dramatic group of people. So are we. <laughs> Cadence is going to look this person up and down with like the biggest like, are you for flipping real look on her face? She's going to yeah. look up at him and, or them and just be like, so you're the one who sent the letter? He's like, I am. And he, he sort of looks past you for a moment uh, and is actually looking over to the woman. Uh, at the desk, uh, and just sort of lo uh, gets eye contact with her, and she gives him a very curt nod, and then he walks in. This is, yes, yes, that is me. You may refer to me as Monsieur Filon. Okay. This is, if you don't mind, we do of course have business to go over, but there are some formalities that I must obey. Okay. Briefest moment. And he, he walks over to the woman uh, and she stands up 
uh, and they walk briskly around the facility, uh, actually pausing maybe about three seconds to look at every piece of art in the facility. Uh, if anyone wants to roll me a wits etiquette roll real quick. Hell yeah. Well, You're giving me all kind of good rolls tonight. If I have... <laughs> no, of course I didn't put any points into etiquette. <laughs> Never mind me either. <laughs> I got four successes. I nice! also got four successes. Look so, how cool they are. <laughs> Madison and Alex, you recognize that they are... They're going through, through some sort of formal ritual. Uh... And you, you don't know the, 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 the nitty gritty of it, but it's the kind of formalities that people who would usually uh, rip the skulls off one another go through in order so that they don't have to do that. Um, but they do a very brief, brisk walk around the facility. Uh, they loop back to a piece of art, uh, a painting, uh, a very pretty large painting. Uh, the, man, the, the, the figure gives it about 10 more seconds appraisal, goes into a, a satchel that he has, and pulls out probably a five-inch stack of bills uh, and hands it to the woman. Uh, and she pulls a little sold tag off and puts it on the painting. And then without a word or, or a gesture, she goes back to her table, picks up her book, and he comes back and sits with you uh, in the sort of center conversation area that uh, this facility has. He says, pardon me for that. It's something, something that must be done. I texted oh. the group. Um, he's paying her for the inconvenience of us being here. But I paid for that. He responds on the, on the text. She's getting double paid today. Someone's I don't. Thinking. I don't appreciate double booking. <laughs> I respond. Uh, the spirit of entrepreneurship. Uh, and Madison will sit after the guest sits. He says, "Thank you so very much for uh, assenting to this meeting." Uh, so what do you want? He says, oh. "Well." <laughs> There are a number of items that I have to resolve with the lot of you. Mm -hmm. So would you like to start hitting the high points or would you like to go down the list sequentially? Um, we can go in the order that is most convenient. Uh, he actually pulls out from his satchel a, a, a very well, well created uh, leather ledger. And he oh. opens it up and he says, so the first item, the most pressing item, the item that uh, has the most contingency is attached to it, uh, is a matter of prestation. Um, the fuck does that mean? Boons. He, kind oh. of he just kind of smiles uh, and sort of nods very slightly over to Madison, sort of grateful that he didn't have to explain that. And he says, yes, actually, uh, Madam Cadence is actually a boon that you are involved in. Okay. He says, it is marked that you owe 
a minor boon to one Evan Rivers, Primijon of the Bruja clan. Oh, uh, yeah, that guy. That actually, like, counted. Oh, oh, it moves. Because, like, he did the thing before I actually agreed to do the thing. I have some notes regarding that. According to his account, uh, he discovered that you had an intention of starting trouble to specifically gain the notice of the sheriff. And that this, cadence? this was when we were making a distraction so you could go play oh. kidnapper up in the, yeah. And he just kind of smiles at that. Madison has just picked a painting and is staring at it. Like <laughs> he says, and he, and he actually makes a note. Uh, and he says, ah, yes, that is actually the crux of the matter. Uh, because according to Mr. Richards, and we have verified this, uh, the arrangement made was that it would be a minor boon if you told, if you simply had him do what you wish to do. Uh, but you would have had to tell him why you were doing it. It would be a major boon if he would be without that information. And I never said I wanted him to do the thing. He went and did it of his own volition. It was an offer that was made, and I never said yes or no. Hmm. Is that your official stance on this? That's damn well how I remember it. Because he says that you proceeded to give him a reason why you were doing it. A reason that he believes was not entirely truthful. What reason fact, does he say is I, did he say I gave? He said that you were there to blow off some steam and get, some, get into a fight with some deputies for some form of emotional catharsis. Uh, now, this contradicts uh, what he suspects, uh, given what you just said, that confirms it. That you were, hmm. it, it was in fact part of some distraction ploy. Well, the way I see it is I got into a beef the sheriff like a week in to being in this stupid fucking city and I wanted to send a message to said sheriff that I'm not afraid to mess with him or his lackeys. That was the context, uh, at least the version that you said why you were doing it. Understand, I am but a middleman in this. So there what, is no what is, passion okay. here. Okay, so what is your piece in this? Why do you fucking care? Yeah, are you a mediator? What's the deal? Like, are you acting on behalf of the cam? Are you acting on behalf of someone else? Like, what's your deal? Like, what is... What, what the fuck do you have to do with all this? I belong to a society that is recent in its inaugura inauguration in kindred society. Madison but, looks back at this juncture. But one of our one of our milieus is the facilitation and organization of boons betwixt the more established sects. And I have been contracted in this matter as this is a 
dispute of prestation betwixt sect members. Okay. Regardless, he has essentially made a claim that the arrangement was made in bad faith, that you had other reasons that you stated for having him perform this service for you. I ask you this. Does my explanation that I gave to him need to be mutually exclusive from what I just told you? Could not the two actions, fucking with the sheriff, be one and the same? They could be. Yeah. But there is a, another matter, another suspicion that he has informed me that he has not conveyed to anyone uh, outside of uh, his own coterie. That there was another incident that night that he believes is related involving the extraction of a prisoner from the incarceration of the sheriff, a captured sabbat. Well... What? He says that that happened, from what he can piece together, it happened simultaneously. And okay. that there are, it is very suspicious that you were engaged in maneuvers to draw away the forces of enforcement of the Camarilla. Can I? While both your, uh, I believe, let me look at this, uh, kidnapping operation that you uh, said. Is that right, uh, Miss Walsh? That... Um, not quite, but all right. I would, That's what I would consider it a humana humanitarian rescue, but I don't think you really care about the morality of it. We're here and to talk not, about law. Not in, not in the slightest, no. Right. Uh, but well. yes, there was that. And then there was the extraction uh, of this Sabat prisoner. And as I mentioned, he wishes to convey that he has not uh, shared this suspicion that any of that that matter is related. He is simply making the claim that you were not entirely honest to the degree that the clause discussed would mean that you in fact owe him a major boon. All right. So he's well, trying to take it from a low claim to a high claim, like yes. after the fact. And I wasn't aware that that's how that worked. I figured the terms that you spoke about at the time, that was it. He's so, a... can, can can I, well, can I, oh my God. since this is, this is my thing. Sorry, guys. No, so, it's okay. It's just Cam bullshit. Yeah, no, it's Cam bullshit. So that same night... My friend Willow here was up. Don't bring me into this. He's taking you to claim for what you did. He did a favor for you. Yeah, no, no, I anything know that. Anything else has nothing to do. And anything you say right now will be used to incriminate you later. I'm telling you right now. Like, there's, there's no arguing about that. Cadence, would you allow me to ask a couple of questions? Of the Fucking gentleman. fine. Sure. This is your bag anyway. This is this is getting a little heated. Yes. Yeah. Uh, let me Cadence reiterate. Is very passionate. I understand. Let me reiterate. 
I am but a, a stand between. Of I have no stake in this other than the facilitation of frustration. That being said, would you all mind terribly if I were to um, let my hair down a little? Go ahead. Whatever Alex, fucking uh, suits you, dude. Alex hands Cadence one of his earbuds. He's clearly got one in his ear, and he hands her one. <laughs> uh, he straightens his posture a little bit. Cadence will plop that in. His top trip hop. Lifts his top hat. And a number of things happen simultaneously. Uh, he grows about three feet. Yeah. His skin goes from pale to porcelain. Uh, his eyes go completely black. Mm. And like a waterfall, uh, the hair uh, goes from shoulder length to about hip length. Uh, mm. And takes on an absolute uh, inky quality to it. And he says, oh, thank you. Of course. No. So, I, know what you I, are. I want to go ahead and cut to the heart of this. You're obviously a professional. I happen to know a little something about this as well. So let's just get right down to the to the to the bone and the marrow. Uh, what you're essentially getting at is that uh, you were the, the individual you're representing would like us to concede that the clause under which this boon would be considered a major boon rather than a minor boon has been fulfilled. And in conceding so, uh, close the issue moving forward. Is that my understanding? That is his understanding. With the, hmm, let's say, the hanging principle of this additional fact of the uh, extracted Sabat person hanging over the affair. I can understand his suspicions, given that we are uh, not members of the Camarilla, but even in the Camarilla, that's, that level of circumstantial evidence isn't uh, really permissible, is it? Yes. However, I'm, I'm led to believe that your, um, your own uh, city laws, your, your baronical edicts, uh, <laughs> state that any collaboration with the Sabbat is punishable up to exile from the city. So I believe he might be leveraging the fact that, well... Oh, I see. He's, he's threatening to try to convince Baron Tran of this uh, link, this conspiracy that he, he's seeing. I understand. What that would be a reasonable reason. supposition. He did not detail out his entire plans. He merely wanted me to let you know that that was in the air. Well, the fact of the matter is, we didn't extract the fucking Sabbat. That is neither here nor there. If anything would have happened during that time period, it could be pinned on us. We're not associated with them. We're not in their circles. It's easy. Okay, let's just, let's, let's, as they say, let's be 100 about this right now, all five of us. The reality of it is it's going to be a pain in the ass to deal with Baron Tran following through with this suspicion because he's going to have to, because of the, the notions of due process, look into this and badger us and waste all of our fucking time when we have a lot of things we need to be working on in the coming weeks. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, from a legalistic perspective, Cadence, I think the man has a point. I was told, and this was my understanding, of our activities that night going in was that I too I was to cause 
as much beef as I could with the sheriff's deputies because we, as a group, fucking hate the sheriff's guts. And we had, were all being in separate areas of the city that night, nowhere fucking near wherever their main headquarters is. We're going to mess with him in our own ways, okay? That was what I agreed to. And why I agreed to it was because I wanted to cause him some major fucking grief. So. All right. The way I see it, I was completely truthful, and Mr. Rivers is still a douche for going and pulling this one ever, never actually agreed to a fucking boon. Did you guys shake on it or what? Was it? No! Was it just he proposed to do it? He suggested it, and then I, before I could acquiesce or not, fucking shit went down with the E Street boys. They started causing shit, and before I know it, he's made the call anyway. So you didn't agree to it? No! Hmm. It's probably not what he says, but I guess so. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, no. Uh, uh, our very tall friend over here just said that stuff. No, no said. <sighs> So it seems that the core contradiction between the two testimonies is that Caden seems to remember not being the individual to initiate the conflict uh, at the fellow's domicile, and the primogen in question does remember her being the one to initiate the conflict. Is that correct? This is, as I have been informed, uh, Cadence and a number of other Anarch gentlemen showed up uh, (laughs) and became increasingly hostile. And Primogen Rivers uh, almost rose to the bait. Uh, but then he was able to divine from Cadence's demeanor and uh, certain inconsistencies in her statements that she was, in fact, there specifically to uh, draw the attention of the sheriff's deputies to that location. Uh, at which point he he stated that he would do so for a boon. And... With the stipulations discussed. And then he proceeded to do so. And I never said yes. There was never an agreement. There was a suggestion. And then he went and took some very <laughs> annoying initiative. Now, if he wants a minor boon, I'm happy to give him a minor boon just to get him off my fucking ass, but... He claims he already has a minor boon from you. He just wants to escalate it into a major boon. No, like, he hasn't called in his boon yet. If he wants me to fucking do it, just give me something and I'll fucking do it. He hasn't asked anything yet. If I might, um, I'm not well-versed on Camarilla law, obviously. Uh, However, is this... Is this normal behavior to agree on something and then based on, I don't know, sort of repercussions, your your perception of how that thing that you agreed upon went demand further remuneration? That seems that uh, would normally be very gauche. But the man is claiming that there was a clause attached to the boon in under which circumstances the boon would be considered of a different denomination and that is something that there is some precedent for. Yeah, Yeah, specifically that uh, it would be minor if Cadence were forthcoming regarding the reasons 
for her desire to have the deputies caused uh, and major if she wished to keep those reasons to herself. And he believes that the reasons that she gave were a smokescreen at best. <sighs> Given what else happened on that evening, some directly by her coterie mates and some by unknown individuals. I will say this. I can assure you that Cadison's motivation was absolutely and personally malicious. Oh, yeah. No. He, oh, yeah. Sure, Sheriff and I, we were, were tight in the absolute worst of ways. You there could, could be fact, more than one reason. Yeah, exactly. And if the stipulation was that if she were to provide the reason, first of all, that's a little linguistically unfortunate on his part. Frankly, I'd expect better from a primogen not to assume singularity of reason when, as you so wisely point out, there can be multiple motivations, some commingled and, and some uh, unrelated for a given action. M I think Madison, arguing this point with me is not productive. It is, it's... however, because so what I'm, are... I'm alleging is that the clause itself is not uh, logically coherent. My or, business here is to determine whether or not you, uh, well, Caden specifically, but if you're acting collectively, uh, whether or not you are agreeing with his, his contention of this matter or opposing it. Whether I see. You're not so here to judgment. You're not here to act as a judgment, uh, as a judge. You're here to act as a messenger. Papers. As a facilitator, yes. I see. No. Well, Cadence, I think you should give him the major pen. Are you for real? Are you for real? I am for real. And that's your that's your legal advice. Yeah. That is that 100%. is as as your as your anarch attorney, that is my advice to you. Now okay. morally, morally, I'm against it, but you just you don't matter, you don't think that we're going to be able to contest it successfully without I more think, trouble. I think the differential in the value of a minor and a major boon to this guy is smaller compared to the pain in the ass it's going to be to deal with his veiled threat. That's what I'm saying, Cadence. Fine. He gets his fucking major boon, and then he regrets it. I see. He notes it down on the ledger. Says, yeah. Tell him uh, yes with a frowny face emoji. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll lick his boots and then shove him up his ass. Um, that leads into our, our next point, actually. A bit of, uh, as I mentioned, contingency. <laughs> Uh, I am to inform you uh, that the there is essentially a uh, uh, an issuance of transference uh, <laughs> that the major boon owed to you by Primogen Douglas Netchurch is now owed to Primogen uh, Evan Rivers. So his payment is he wants the boon from owed um, to us from Doctor Netchurch. Yes. Okay, so what basically he gets a major boon, we have a major boon, we give him that one, and then we have no boon. Yes. He's asking for a, a, a nullification of the two boons. That's that's what you're yeah. getting at. He's informing you. He's informing uh, oh. that he's calling in the major boon to demand that we transfer Dr. Netchurch's major boon to him. Is that correct? I understand that Dr. Netchurch has already agreed to this. Oh, shit. But we are the holders of that prestation, so unless he is calling in that major boon, which I will point out is to Cadence and not to the Coterie as a whole, 
If you wish to contest the transference, that is within your rights. Okay, honestly, asking... never mind. That's a lot fucking better. It means I can wash my fucking hands the entire thing. I'm not giving away a major boon for free. This is a bit absurd, frankly. <sighs> if he is asking, or in fact, commanding Cadence to convince us to allow that boon, which we possess, to be transferred from us to my, him. My notes say that that boon is owed to Cadence. Specifically. Yeah, it was regards, I don't have the full details, it was regards to an examination that she consented to. Okay. I, that yeah. is hers. Okay, yeah. So yeah. then, what, I, what, what I'm asking, and this is what I believe is the intention here, is that the Bruja Primogen is calling in the major boon that he now possesses after our previous negotiation over Cadence and the service that he is demanding of that major boon is the transference of Dr. Netchurch's boon to the Bruja Primogen. Big old game of hot potato. That is one way to put it. If that is the case, then Cadence, I would recommend that you agree that that's a reasonable yeah. ask for a major boon. If he's asking that you just give it away, I would tell him to shove it up his ass. Yeah. No, like if I can just get my self as far away from other... It is not worth it dealing with those pansy-ass cami bastards. Okay? Alright. And so that I... is uh, an ascent to the transference? No, 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 no. That's not what she said. Is, I mean, do you agree, matter? Cadence? Or... Hey, I would advise you, Cadence, to say that you agree to fulfill the major bone you owe in assenting to the transference. Yeah, and say it very that, specifically. If that is the understanding between you and the primogen, then I think that's a great idea. Okay, so I agree to fulfill my major boon to Evan Rivers, who is a bitch! I would like that duly noted. Is a bitch? Oh my god, yes. <laughs> by, by transferring Dr. Netchurch's boon, which is owed to me, to him. There we go. He crosses something off. Uh, excellent. That gets the venture seal of approval, Cadence. Good job. <sighs> oh Sometimes you just have this. to say it aloud, you know? You're infected he... now. Next item that I have. Next item. Uh, Wait, there's is... there's more. Oh yes, there's 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 uh, five items. We're really oh popular, God. Alex. It is, uh, it is simply the confirmation of the major boon owed to you by Prisky Sashivaikos. Wait, what? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, hold on, hold on. Backtrack for a second. I know that sometimes I'm borderline unconscious, but what the fuck? Oh, I played her. No, that's, yes. that's exactly what, what happened. He says, I uh, do not need to hear this, by the yeah. way. Yeah, no, really, we don't have uh, to discuss anything. The, the boon's of real, check it off, next item. Uh, for the penultimate item uh, is uh, something of a request uh, from my organization. A very simple one. Uh, 
is there something that we can refer to your coterie as a collective and a name that I can put down in the ledger? Damn it, we've been talking about this for fucking months. Yeah, we really I think have. We decided to go with Alex and the Rockettes, didn't we? That no, is we, definitely that is not, not what Please don't write that down. No. Please don't write that down. No. I thought that we had. No. When? When? You know, the, Alex? Other nights, the other nights when you were all passed out on the couch and I decided on that name. <laughs> Wait, was this in my bedroom when we were unpacking? Uh, anyway, the, the pen is hovering above the the, the ledger. Uh, no. <laughs> Anyone have any ideas? Uh, it, the fuck shit up squad. I don't no. know. Oh, don't no. please. No, hold on, hold no. on. We're going to Google random band name. No, don't use a fucking name generator off the internet for our coterie, Alex. Yeah, those are a our thing. Coterie, it's yes, really great. And they are good, and they could be good for inspiration, but we're not taking one off of a generator. I'm just saying that, hold on, hold on, before you make that decision, uh, let's, we're gonna, hold on, write me some band names. Let's just take a look. Uh, oh, those are bad, bad, bad. Um, uh, uh, well, so, we're all from out of town, right? Why don't we use that as a jumping off point? Out of towners. Well, too, like, isn't Alex is from here? Well, he's yeah. English. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he says, uh, This is merely a quest. It does not need to be fulfilled. We'll it, get it's back not to being you. Fulfilled. No, no, not today. We'll get back to you. Just to be uh, clear, it, greasy apple footballers is no. Out. Okay. No. All right. I was just trying. I was trying. That nanogram. He's just like, uh, <laughs> that it simply cleans up the books uh, in case that we need future dealings. Uh, the final item in my list uh, is to inform you uh, that you have a message from the Monitor of Atlanta. The who? The what? A member of your organization? No. That is uh, the long and short of our business. Unless Wait, you a, a message from what I legit did not catch what you said. The monitor of Atlanta is what the gentleman said. Like a whole uh, monitor. If anyone would like to roll uh, intelligence occult for me, I think I'll do that. I, I, I have some occult. I'm not going to bother. I'm yeah, a smart um, boy. Occult. I'm very smart, but I have zero occult, so I feel uncomfortable making that roll. Yeah. Cadence might know. Cadence might know. Cadence just got four successes. Okay. So, Cadence. You actually recognize that title. Monitor uh, is the only title known uh, to uh, outsiders of a sect known as the Inkanu, uh, which are real old, real isolationist kindred uh, who not a lot is known about at all. And the only, like, you will, all, anything that's ever known is if you see one of them, they're called a monitor, and that's probably all you'll ever do is see them. I want, really want to know how she came into knowledge of that information now, because... You think your sire might have mentioned it? Okay, already, because I'm thinking, wow, that's not what she invested in a cult for. Like, but... along the lines, if you ever see one of these guys, take note of it, and, mm -hmm. and but don't mess with them at all. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I got three, do I also know? Um, you've heard that that's a title um, that's out there but it's not associated with any cam or anarch or sabat that you know of but you have heard mention of kindred who go by the title monitor mm. and he says uh, yeah so uh, that concludes our business 
Thank you, fucking Christ. Do you have a card or something so I can get back with you if we need your services and or when we decide on a name? Yeah. Most certainly. Uh, he, uh, he goes in and pulls out a uh, old-style Victorian calling card. Hell yeah. I'm going to give him one of my new-style Vistaprint calling cards. <laughs> but wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Is, is the message that we have a message or...? My business is to inform you that they that the monitor of Atlanta has a message for you. They probably want us to prove ourselves in finding them. This is now. I could uh, facilitate contact. Uh, How much? How many boons do you want? This is um. Do you possess any? mystical tomes or secrets uh, artifacts of enchanted quality nope is that a fucking okay <laughs> because everyone else knows at this point cadence pops her claws i'll roll the rouse check for that oh my god what are you doing? Are you gonna show it to everyone yeah everyone fucking knows now Look like at my the, thing! Cat, <laughs> the cat's out of the bag <laughs> and that's a failure so she's hungrier she's like uh I got fancy magic claws. They're not like an artifact and they're kind of attached to me, but you can take a look if you want. He kind of... It scares me every time. I know. He actually, like, he scoots his chair back like an inch. And he says, no, thank you. Um, okay. I guess I didn't count. Sorry, Cadence, you're fancy. Damn it! So, so I immediately, Alex immediately starts sitting forward and rapidly texting. And I'm going to put in chat what he texts. Oh god, what? I'm ready. What? <laughs> well, you should say it so the people on the, so the stream okay, know. Okay, okay, I think okay. he wants an authentic reaction. <laughs> no, I, I didn't necessarily want to uh, to interrupt the flow, but he, he sits forward and he types, yeah, yeah, these guys can't be around certain kinds of metal because uh, they're fairies. But they're also vampires. It's a thing, I think. Cadence looks at her phone. And she, oh, sorry. This is... Uh, I... It may seem ironic uh, that uh, I, I'm reluctant to uh, trade in uh, simple boons, but my my tastes and requirements are incredibly specific. So there's unlikely to be anything generally that you could offer me. Do you accept photocopies? Depends upon the or not photocopying item. that please. Quit it, Cadence. You are not it, you're says, not photocopying that. Why not? That's he. He he comes forward about two more inches in in, in responses. <laughs> you have something that can be photocopied, a text, perhaps. Super, not supposed to talk about it. It's for you. Don't photocopy very important documents. Cadence. You have me undeniably intrigued i mean i don't have a we would have to ask for a lot more favors to even consider it uh, are you and i talking about the same thing yes we're all talking about the same thing the thing you received the other night i will give you a trivial boon simply to know okay that depends are you going to tell anyone else no uh like Hold out for more. You, 
it is very important. I, I need to know that you promise. You're gonna promise not to tell anyone else. Oh, I. Boy. I will put upon the table a trivial boon for the mere knowledge of the te- of the title and general content of the text that you are referring to. Okay, that might be good enough. Okay, yeah, no, that's fine. By With me. the stipulation that the boon includes you not talking to anybody else about it. Yes, certainly. What? Uh, but and and. Scott, if I mess this up, it's been a while, but I believe uh, McKenna believes that she now that Cadence now has like a beat up copy of the Revelations of the Dark Mother, right? Yeah. Okay, she's gonna be like, uh, some Dark Mother thing about Lilith. I forget what it's called. It Revelations of the Dark. Mother. Oh, yeah, that what she said. This is. We've come into a copy. We stole a copy. No, it was. Ew. What? <laughs> what? He what? smiles. This is, what? This is, I would be interested in a photocopy of that. However, I do have a copy. Uh, my interest would be in seeing if there are any discrepancies with what I have. So I would, in my approximation, such a thing, photocopies of your text would be worth facilitating uh, contact or go-between uh, between this individual. It's up cool. to you, Cadence. Yeah, no, I'm fine. I, I... Where the fuck did you get that? Uh, Shut up. You don't know everything about me. I know that's why I'm asking. Well, we'll talk about, about it later. I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but did you say you... you... It from hey, doesn't matter. We're not talking about it right it now. Matter. Can we talk about it in it the car? It yeah, we'll talk to it later. I'm sure this guy's very bored with our banter right now. Yeah, okay. He, he he indicates the the calling card that he has, uh, and there, it has a PO box on it. Oh yeah, love that. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And he says, uh, "At your leisure. Uh, do you what would you? What is the uh, content of the communication <laughs> or facilitation that you would like me to?" Uh, provide we just let's meet him you just got you guys just want to meet up with him i can i can convey your desire for a meeting and if if they if they decline the meeting then at least get permission from or get them to send us the message i believe (laughs) i can arrange for that Uh, understand that uh, an actual uh, conveyed request bears a lot more weight than simply you wanting to meet. So I, it, it will be what it is worth, and I will certainly attempt to procure procure, procure said message. Sure. Cool. Very well. My uh, time with you draws to a close. Thank you oh so very much. Yeah, we have to go talk in the car. So this was great. Very yeah. Glad. Uh, he readjusts his posture and he resumes his somewhat normal-looking visage. Uh, stands, uh, brushes off his shoulders. Madison will uh, also stand and offer a handshake. Uh, he will very delicately touch your hand uh, and and make a motion with it, but not actually shake it. That's fine. And Good then draw it. Um, his skin feels weird. Like, mm, there's something off about it. Nah. Um, and then he nods to the woman behind the desk, uh, turns, picks up his satchel, and heads out the door. 
All right. Well, I guess we're done. Yeah. That was nice. That was productive. That was crazy. Mm-hmm. Fucking miserable. Yeah. So, so I want to go back for a moment to okay. you stole it from someone. Okay, let's talk in the car. Okay. Yeah. Madison's going to go over to the, the lady and be like, we're, we're going to go ahead and go. We're done with the place for the evening. Good. We appreciate your uh, hospitality, and I apologize if we gave off the wrong. Nothing that wasn't expected. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. As long as we have our understanding. I think this place is lovely, and the last thing I would want to do is harm it or anyone here. To be quite honest with you. Good. I, I'm I'm gonna go and yeah. start up the car and. Have a good night. Uh, you guys exit. Uh, the door mm-hmm. is very clearly locked behind you. Cool. Um... And yeah, you guys uh, can get to, I believe, if, if Willow's driving, Willow's driving. Yeah, I'm driving. Uh, we didn't steal it. It was gifted. Yeah, no, your, your friend gave it to us. I don't know, Willow was very clear that we stole it. I was just going to say we found it. I didn't oh. want him to listen. It's a smoke screen. I talks to people. Yeah. The guy talks to everybody. Every yeah. yeah, but that was very obviously. Oh no, we we stole it. That was very obviously a cover. Nah, I think I think Alex and I seem surprised enough that it, it, it's good. Okay. okay. So I, was I, I, I actually I thought you stole it. I actually have a question, real quick. Sure. Uh, has Cadence read any of that document yet? Uh, she's probably skimmed it. Okay. Like she's if well how. She hasn't had it for that long, so probably skim. So. Yeah, skim the first couple chapters, but hasn't like had a time to actually sit down with it, especially because okay. she's like, "Oh my god, books!" So There's not lots. not enough time to actually form any kind of opinion about the content. Not yet, no. Okay, fair enough. So yeah, um, where are you guys <laughs> headed back to? You guys have secured a new communal haven. Uh, <clears throat> as we discussed, it is uh, basically a small warehouse. With a speakeasy. With with a with a night uh, a genuine nineteen twenty speakeasy. Uh, that's so good. Uh, it's odd. Now, when when you've gotten your hands on the place, uh, you haven't had much time to really go over the place with a fine tooth comb. But there are a couple of facts that sort of stand out from a cursory explanation. The warehouse itself is completely stripped. Uh, like there's no features or or furnishings or anything like that. It's basically sort of a blank slate that you guys can rebuild uh, as you see fit. Uh, the speakeasy uh, is, as best you can tell, a, ge- a the genuine article uh, from the 1920s. However, it appears to have been maintained, um, but only. For, but it, it seemed to have fallen out of repair in the last 10 years or so. Uh, so it's been abandoned for about 10 years, as best as you can tell. Uh, and there are a number of rooms uh, sort of uh, going off the speakeasy area that are absolute perfect uh, places for sleeping throughout the day. Good haven. Good haven. So right now we're still kind of like moving in. We're still like assembling IKEA furniture because all of ours burned to the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take us. I'll take us there uh, okay. after, and then from there people can go and do what they have to do, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. 
Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, you can go in uh, the place. Like it has uh, the 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 security arrangements are very good. It's a very well hidden entrance to the speakeasy basement level. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing that can't be improved upon, but as a baseline, it's it's pretty secure uh, and well hidden. Mm-hmm. Um, and the room, like I said, yeah, the rooms are pretty pretty rudimentary at this point, uh, and uh, you know you, you're in the process of furnishing it. Yeah. Uh, but you have uh, the speakeasy area itself uh, has some old couches in it, so it's a place where you can sit and talk. Mm-hmm. So, um, I've already ordered. I'm already ordering furniture for it. I'm actually doing a lot of furniture shopping right now <laughs> because I've I'm like I've bought a house, mm-hmm. and at this point it's been a couple days, and so I think I'm probably having people move stuff in right now and do the pre-move-in maintenance on the thing. Right. Um, so a lot of furniture is being bought right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's on its way. And I'm getting a beanbag chair. Again, I need it <laughs> emotionally. <laughs> so yeah, so you guys uh, uh, are back at your haven uh, in, a, in a place of quiet security. Uh, well, that's one thing down, I guess. Oh, God. How do you do this, Madison? How is that the world that you that you live in? Like, I would go absolutely fucking insane. It's bad. yeah, yeah. Most people would, myself included. Yeah. I'm just glad that we were able to handle that whole thing with the primogen as cleanly as we did. Thank you very much for listening to my advice. Yeah, that no would have been problem. really, really bad. Still think. Bruja dude's a bitch. Oh, he's oh, no. a he's complete a fucking dude. bastard. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Doesn't want to solve his own problems. Fuck that guy. And yeah. Strand would have eaten up an opportunity to be able to have anything against us. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, what's next on the agenda? We got other shit we got to do, right? Yeah, right. don't we have like a fucking guy to murder or whatever? All right, Patricide, she says, looking straight at Alex. Indeed you do. Uh, so it's at this point I'd like to ask, uh, what if any plans or preparations for that little dance party has anyone been making? Oh yeah. You I'm have... fixing that gun I stole from that Asimite, please. Nice. Uh, you do have a stack of maps and photos uh, and sort of uh, in just sort of tracking information uh, furnished to you by Archbishop Montenegro mm-hmm. uh, that sort of detail out where he has been known to be in the past month or so, mm-hmm. places where he sort of holds his little meetings with uh, with members of the Sabbat that he's bringing under his sway. Um, it's pretty good tactical data, um, but you have to be able to do something with it. Um. Uh, I'm setting up an influence blackout. I know, I, mm-hmm. I know we don't have time for me to take it over, but I'm mm-hmm. going to get enough pieces in place on the board so that when the when it's operation time i can you know put up a firewall and prevent some influences from happening when shit's going down okay yeah that is perfectly within your capability cadence is specifically mapping out uh points of egress and other um just mobility type of things places she can get into whether that is 
as a person-sized thing or a dog-sized thing. Mm -hmm. um, she's really going to be relying on her claws more than anything else. Um, so she just is trying to plot out the fastest ways in and out of places in the most efficient manner. Okay. Yeah, you um, you have it, uh, enough to go on to start doing like that stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, you really want you'll either want more detailed information or you want to actually get eyes on it. Now, yeah. all, all of these locations are south of 20 in, mm -hmm. in Sabat territory. Uh, that's, he, do, he doesn't venture north of, to the north of the city. Uh, so mm -hmm. that would require some hands-on experience to really get what you're going mm -hmm. after. But you have some preliminary information. Okay. All right. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of weapons stuff that Willow is going through. She's probably going to use... Um, can I roll uh, like my contacts or allies or something? Sure, yeah, like you can. Like I want to come to this well armed because I know I'm dealing with someone who is just tears above like me. Okay, so, so you're 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 wanting to basically get get kit and 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 kit it out uh, mm -hmm. and have the, sort of the material resources that that you want. Yeah. Weapon. I want some vampire. Well, yeah, like I know that people don't have crossbows. I mm -hmm. mean, they do, but not with wooden bolts that much anymore. I want them. You know what I mean? So you're you. What you're probably going to look for are a combination of high caliber rifles mm -hmm. uh, and uh, the the good old standard of sawed off shotguns and dragon's breath rounds. Hell yeah. Uh, that that is you know that that's good for what ails you uh, as mm -hmm. far as taking a motherfucker out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you can uh, give me a, a let's go with charisma streetwise oh. and you can add your contacts. All right, and then my focus one. That's not bad. Uh, do I have enough bandwidth left in addition to what I'm doing to support her efforts? Uh, yeah, you can add a die. Okay. Take a die, then. Cool. Oh. Yay! They have the four allies as well. Mm. Those guys can help a lot with this Five. sort of thing. Yeah, well, your, your allies are most mostly Duskborn, yeah. uh, which they have their uses, but they're very new, and not a lot of them are, you know, but Criminal. it does add. So Five says, is, yeah, you get your hands on uh, three cases of Dragon's Breath round, um, and a pair of sawed-off shotguns, uh, and two high-caliber like sniper rifle um, uh, things. Um, uh, you're gonna take a hit to your resources. Oh yeah, hey Alex, can I have a loan? We're doing this to kill your daddy. Yes. Uh, I can pass for that too. Resources? Yeah, it's it's gonna it's gonna be a temporary loss of at least two dots of resources. Yeah. I'm good can, with that. That can come from from any number, any combination. No, yeah. Uh, because this is pretty, pretty, pretty good good stuff. Uh, and getting it on short notice will, so two, will take some. Two sawed off shotguns and two mm -hmm. high power rifles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and ammunition and dragon's breath. Three cases of dragon's breath. And, and enough ammunition for, for a party for the rifles. Okay. Um, I know you said I'd need better eyes on places to get mm -hmm. a better idea of them, but just from the information we have, can I like sort of discern where the most, I guess, tactically sound places to go after him would 
be. Um, ideally, someplace that doesn't have a lot of space and so that, you know, we limit the amount of other people we'll have to deal with. So and also, you know, he's got a Toreador soul in him. We don't know if he's got celerity and that would be bad if he had a lot of space to move around in. <laughs> so the two main locations, the, the two places that you have um, a lot of information about, the, mm -hmm. the places that you have the most information about uh, is there is an old church Mm -hmm. uh, where he basically holds his, his rallies, uh, for lack of a better term, where he talks to a lot of different vampires that uh, he's, he's bringing under his sway. That's the most sort of um, easy to access mm -hmm. place, but with, with the caveat that if he's there, a lot of other Sabbat vampires are going to be there at the same time. Mm -hmm. uh, the other place is what Montenegro believes to be uh, one of, if not his main haven mm -hmm. that he, uh, he, sp he spends his days in. Uh, and that is, you know, there's going to be less people there, but it's a bit more of a secure facility. Mm -hmm. uh, it is a, um, maybe a good, uh, it's a, it's a, basically it's an old Masonic lodge okay. uh, that's uh, on the top floor of a department store. Um, mm. And he probably, there's probably some basement access that, that, that is there as well. Yeah. Uh, but that's, that's where he sort of, that's where it's believed he hangs his hat. But it's a very small building, uh, but there you, this the information that you have and common sense says that it's going to be a lot more secure mm. okay Oof. we're being quite honest i don't like either of these options there are a couple of other places that he's yeah. been known uh like sort of more uh, uh essentially the sabbat version of the rack mm -hmm. uh, where he goes to sort of have more more uh casual encounters with Sabat members uh but those that's chaotic like because yeah. that you don't know who's going to be there or, or when there but there there could be some opportunities there as well hey alex can't hear you buddy hey james you're muted he knows okay Sorry. You're no good. good. Yeah, what's up? Do you, one, have any way of actually getting in contact with your little sister? And two, if you did, could you ask her if before or after his fancy-ass sermons, if there is any point in time when he is in that church of his without the flock? So... Yes, I could probably find a way to get in touch with her. Um, we are trying to let her know that we're about to kill him. Because if we ask that question, that is 100% going to be her takeaway. Well, I was under the impression that she didn't like him very much either, but... She may not like, like him very much, but he's a member of the Sabbat. I mean, maybe also... you could play it like you're trying to just you know you want to talk but you don't want to do it with a lot of people around i don't fucking know 
she's also high up on the list in terms of people who would be targeted to be brought under his sway. That would be my concern with uh, interfacing with her further on this. Because I of think- the things that I've now learned about my sister, I don't believe for one moment that she is under his sway. However, I do believe that it is a very sticky proposition to ask her to assist us in assassinating a member of the Sabbat, as she is a member of the Sabbat's very peculiar military force. Maybe, maybe she'll help us, maybe she'll kill us all. I don't know. Well, you don't have to tell her why, just say, hey, is there a time when, like, he's not around so we can have some wood, or when other people aren't around so we can have some woods? I also might be misunderstanding this, but I thought this entire uh, plan was instantiated by her wanting us specifically to do this. Perhaps I misunderstood. Uh, no, no, that that also was an understanding that I had. However, just let's be very clear. What you're, I, I'm not, I'm not saying I won't do it. What I'm saying is that what you're asking me to do is make that an official party line. Because if I call her and say, "Hey, can you get him alone?" She's going to 100% know what we're doing, and. Whereas I suspect that she wants us to do that, my sister is, um, it is sometimes difficult to ascertain her motives. So So then do we just want to take a gamble and assume he gets there a little bit earlier than everyone else? The problem is I just don't know anything about who this new version of Carl is. But I can definitely contact my sister and, and clarify what exactly it is she would like me to do. Okay. That wouldn't hurt. All right. Um, so, Scott, I don't know if you want to run it now, but at some point uh, I am going to try to find her on the web and have a conversation. Okay. Uh, we can probably wait until after the break to do that. Okay. Right on. Because uh, we're, we're running up on 830 here. Um, yeah, so anything anybody want to take care of before the break? Specifically, I know, uh, McKenna, you have to bolt, but... Yeah, um, she will probably just continue to go over that, wait for Alex to do his thing, and while she's waiting for an answer, start actually reading that book and um, trying to absorb some of it. Uh, okay. Uh, I, I will say uh, that as soon as you start reading that book in in earnest, mm-hmm. um, you find it difficult to put down. Something about it is compelling once you actually start trying to internalize what it says. So I, I will say that that for the re- remainder of the evening, at least, Cadence it has her nose in a book. Which is uh, weird, which guys. Is, is weird. It, it, it will be incredibly difficult to get her out of it. <laughs> but, so she scrolls away back to her haven, and we are going to go ahead and go on our break. But welcome back to Simulacra. Yeah, it does. Welcome back to Simulacra Studios presents Vampire the Masquerade. Burn it down. Uh, McKenna has left us for the evening, but she's doing the same thing and looking after her health, so we have support that. But yeah, so Cadence uh, heads off into her uh, very threadbare room with that little leather-bound journal, uh, leaving the three of you. Uh, and I believe, Willow, you have left as well. 
Um, I could probably take one of them if they wanted to go. I'm dropping off a box. So, um, we'll I'm going to probably... stay here. Yeah. Um, I've got a lot of work to do. Yeah, you have stuff to do. I have to drop some shit off to an ex tonight. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. So, uh, gross. Have you, in, in, in the night, uh, night or so, has Willow done any more work on the laptop? So right now she is actually putting her feelers out for someone she can contract to do the long, difficult job that okay. is to read the binary on that okay. thing. Cause that's a pretty insane project. And so um, if she were to do it herself, um, Willow would be absent for like the next gotcha. like, three okay. or four months. So you're not you're not getting your hands on that just yet. Gotcha. No, but she okay. is looking out for someone that she can contract and um, tie them up in so much legal bullshit that they're not going to talk about what they're doing and pay them enough that they don't. So are you going with mortal contacts on this? I probably am. Okay. Um, if if I could find the thing is, she doesn't necessarily want right now to let other vampires know she has this not yet i see because she wants to leverage this knowledge at a later time so using people is a little easier because if i tie them up in enough bullshit it won't matter if they see something a little weird the nda is pretty rough gotcha okay so you're you're working on that it takes a bit to to arrange that kind of technical prowess oh yeah um, for, so so that hasn't not, not a lot not some movement has made been made on that but you haven't gotten in contact with anyone yet yeah i've talked uh, to my guy andrew about it and he's like i'm sure i could i could find someone and you know uh stuff like that okay so um so you're heading out is anyone going with her to go on this errand are you guys busy tonight? I know you're busy, Madison. I would have taken Cadence, but it seems she's learned how to read. I'll go. It's fine. Okay. You're not super busy, yeah? Do you want to see the guns I bought? Yeah. Hell yeah. Come and look at my trunk. <laughs> America's awesome. I know. What, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this is pretty nice. We're going to war with Iran. <sighs> It's still, Look at my trunk. <laughs> it's still uh, September in game. You know what? Madison's going to make that joke anyway. Okay, fair enough. You know what? You're, you're <laughs> he's not like, wrong. Sort of vision. He's just like, oh. <laughs> you're not wrong. Like, that's so um, Raven. You just wake up like. <laughs> going to war with a rod. <laughs> okay, so Willow and Alex, you guys are heading out. Um, yeah. Al- uh, Madison. Uh, when you have the place to yourself, are you? What are you doing? I'm going to play some classic rock and write a lot of emails. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna do that glamorous thing that Madison does when he has time to himself and write a lot of fucking emails. <laughs> All right. What are, What is the content of these emails? Uh, it's th- this is. I'm working on spending all my influence and okay, so you're, 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 whatever. you're doubling down on that. This is for Operation Assassination. Indeed. Uh, I will tell you uh, that while you're doing that, you do get a couple of contacts from your Duskborn allies. Uh, I will prioritize those because they're usually uh, time sensitive. They Well, they get in contact with you and let you know uh, that the names that you had them looking into and following 
mm -hmm. uh, that you got from Willie's notebook. Mm -hmm. um, they let you know that they've followed some of those names and you can tell that they've found something out, but they're not communicating to you it over any sort of text or vo voice message. All right, I'll uh, they, tell they, them to head on let, down. They just let you know that there's something. Yeah, I'm just gonna tell them to head on down right away. Okay, one of them says that they'll be, that are you having them come to your new haven or are you gonna set up a meeting? I have this much influence over them. I think it's okay for them to know where I live. Okay, all right. But I would have cleared that with the coterie before like when we established the communal haven. Yeah. So would anyone else have an issue if he had previously brought up the idea of meeting people at the haven? I don't think so nope. because it is, it. I mean, our stuff, our like speakeasy sleeping space is like kind of separate from the warehouse, yeah? yeah? So yeah. 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 I'm not going to meet them in the speakeasy part. I'm going to meet them in the, uh, I'm assuming there's like, side rooms or whatever in the, the like i like i said the warehouse part of it is actually stripped pretty bare yeah uh, it's mostly a big open space but there is gotcha. a place where you could bring in some folding chairs yeah we'll just do uh, that startup uh, culture yeah there you, there you go open office also plan. definitely legally it is registered as like a like a, a weird like theranos level of bullshit startup nice which is why we don't have anything. <laughs> All right. So yeah, you uh, you you head up, uh, and maybe about fifteen minutes, uh, one of your dustborn allies, um, a guy who uh, probably if if Madison and him in their breathing days met up, they'd probably have a lot in common. Nice. Uh, but you you've both had some in, some interesting experiences uh, after you stopped breathing. So there's there's a bit of a disconnect in culture, but he uh, he comes and says, uh, "New place, uh, huh?" Yeah, well, you know, variety is the spice of death. What do you got? Yeah, so those names, um, we we know who they are. Uh, oh, we're able to find out who who? Well, they're they're more they're 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 breathers. Okay, uh, but it was actually pretty easy to find out who they are. They're oh, they're part okay. of the E Street Boys. Uh, operation. Uh, I see. So, so you understand why? Like I, no, I kind of thought we were cool with them. Yeah, I'm gonna think about that a little bit. If you could go ahead and shoot me. You have a physical. You have like a thumb drive or something. He's like, yeah, the... yeah, man. He 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 passes you over. It's like uh, it, it's basic stuff it just sort of corroborates with you know we already do business with them a little yeah. so it wasn't hard to put the dots together okay all right well tell everyone thanks obviously and i'll 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 treat you guys to something i don't know you guys cool. let me know if you need anything and i'll, I'll hook you up you guys yeah, give me a solid yeah yeah um, uh yeah but yeah cool. business as usual don't don't let anybody get weird with the with the boys over this i you're gonna handle and it. I'm gonna handle it. My gut tells me there's something here that wants us to get mad at them. Cool. All right. Um, so yeah, you you've been pretty cool. Uh, so there's actually another thing I wanted to bring up. What's up? Um, it's real. Like, there's something going on with some of the Duskborn. 
Okay. Uh, like there's something. It's something about uh, it's the moon it's like thing. A, no. Well, I mean, yeah, there's that. Um, but it actually, it's, this is this is kind of on the other end of things. Um, there's like a drug. Oh. Call it ash. Ash. Uh, I'm starting to hear about it. It's like a thin blood only thing. Okay. Um, like that's what I know about it, and that sounded weird enough. And you've been cool enough that I thought you might be wanting to know that it's going on. Hmm. Like right. some, some people from, I think it's coming out of Chicago or some, some places on the West coast, hmm. but it's, it's a drug and there's, there's thin blood muscle behind it. Gotcha. Could Scott, so, could I make any kind of role to see if I've heard of this or is this very new? <laughs> this is very new. Okay. This is huh. from Cults of the Blood Gods. Oh, no. <gasps> so it's All incredibly right. new. <laughs> All right. Well. He's like, I just wanted to give you a heads up about no. it. It, we, it. It's starting to come around. I don't know exactly what it is, but it's potent. Like, it's you, more than just a high. If, oh. If, if you can get me a, uh, get me a sample. Get me some. Okay, man. I mean, the buzz is that it only affects uh, dust. Oh, I'm not going to do it. Okay, I, cool. I want to know what it is. All right, cool. Yeah. Know, All right. If there's one... some if there's some tainted shit going around that I want to know about it, you know. I'll I'll see what I can do. All right. No no hurry. It's low priority, but cool. All right, man. Yeah, and he hands out. So Alex and Willow. Where are yeah. you guys head? Uh, and and as soon as he's gone, by the way, Madison picks up one of the chairs and just fucking throws it across the <laughs> warehouse. Okay. Which it only goes of I have strength yeah. one, so it doesn't go very far. Yeah. But the echo of it hitting the ground feels like oh yeah. yeah, satisfying. Yeah. So, yeah. Hello, where are you? Uh, where are you taking Alex? So, um, I'm I, I'm sure it's in my many like tens of note cards. Mm-hmm. Um, where does Vincent live? Uh, I think we. He doesn't live in a place that is in someone's territory, but God, I don't remember the city name. Uh, can you refresh me on who who Vincent is? Vincent is my ex. Oh, the guy that got me into the life. Uh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, Vincent's he's he's around. He moved with you, uh, for for business reasons. Uh, he's not in anyone's specific territory that you yeah. know about. I we don't work. we don't really talk or anything. Um, because he probably thinks I died because mm-hmm. I stopped talking to him after my injury. Right. But. I sure am stalking him like a creep. Absolutely, you know? yeah, one hundred percent. He is actually in Vinings. Vinings, okay. Uh, which is north is of the city. Is that where Alex lives? Uh, no, Alex lives has his haven in Buckhead. Vinings is uh, the last you were in Vinings was where the uh, the you had meetings with the ministry. You know, okay, that's, that's their, what I'm talking. That's about. their turf, but yeah, you've you've uh, he's actually recently moved. Yeah, uh, and that's where he's got his apartment. Yeah. I sort of when I when I dress for this sort of occasion, I definitely do put on like me and Alex are matching. We're both wearing hoodies at this point. Like <laughs> we're twinning it up really hard right now. Um and so I I do take Alex to my my car and I pop open the trunk. And I'm just and like, yeah. There's some some pretty heavy ordinance uh that she's arranged here. One second. So in the back, alongside um, the uh, weapons and stuff, which are in like Adidas duffel bags right now, mm-hmm. um, 
there's also a box uh, that is filled with like it looks like photo albums and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so she sort of shows off to Alex her windfall. I'm gonna. Alex is gonna look at it and be like, "Cool. I don't want to touch one. any. No, of course not. You've never no. shot one of these. No. Do you want British. to learn? Uh, I can show like, you. Like on the one hand, I really, really don't. But on the other hand, this is gonna be one of those things where eventually I'm gonna have to, right? We're doing this to kill your guy yeah i suppose you're gonna have to help if not you're gonna die oh i intended to help just not with shooting what does that mean (laughs) what do you entail that with what does that mean um look my sire is going to have some capabilities uh, that I might be able to help with. Um, I don't know what what new bits and bobs he may have added after, you know, becoming bound with this horrible elder thing, but um, I was really going to be more of a sort of, uh, you know, um, long distance uh, uh, artillery piece sort of lobbing mental bombs or something. Uh, What if, do you want like a handgun? I understand the shotgun might be a lot, especially for a first timer, there's a lot of kick to it. And so if you're not into that, do you want a handgun? Do you have a handgun? I I have a a laptop. Uh, Alex. Yeah. this This is a hit. Even if you're far away, you think that someone will be on you, I promise. Well, that's that's bad, though, is what I'm trying to tell you, is that that's not good for me. I don't like that. Uh, no. I, don't, I don't know that having a gun will, will change anything for me. Might a little. I mean, I'll give it a try, I suppose. Then I'll get you one, and I'll make sure it's real easy to pull the trigger. Like, I'll... I'll set you up with whatever, you know? Right. Okay. I just don't want... I'm pretty sure one of us is going to die. And that's probably just me being fatalistic. Oh, that makes me feel terrible. Yeah. It's an assassination. Generally speaking, in an assassination, isn't the other person supposed to die? And we're supposed to all live. Yeah. um, We're taking out someone... A little outclassing us. I know. Uh, like I said, I'll, I'll try. I, I can't make any promises, but I'll give it a shot. It's okay. not really. Uh, it's not what I'm used to. And you're uncomfortable with killing. Eh, I don't love the idea, but uh, I don't know. It's a lot to deal with, right? I know I come off as the sort of goofy one, but we are talking about killing my sire. And Do you have mixed feelings about it? I have some mixed feelings about it. Yeah, that's a great way of saying that. Did you care for him? No, not particularly, but 
I don't know. He's still my sire, though. You know, it's no. like it's like your your racist uncle may be a piece of shit, but he's also your uncle. You know? No, I guess I don't. Hmm. Alex, you as you're talking about this, a memory uh, more or less assaults you uh, of when he threw you in a closet with uh, some mortal uh, when you were incredibly hungry and just screamed at you from the outside. Look, I'm, I'm not saying... Look, Carl needed to die even before he became whatever he is now. But... Uh, it's just... Well, it's something you don't do every day, murdering your own sire, you know? No. I guess not. Maybe it'll be incredibly freeing. Maybe once it's over, I'll feel like, oh, this killing thing is neat. I want to do it all the time. Uh, but I can't really imagine. I guess not. I... I guess I can't empathize. If I had the opportunity to kill mine, I would in a heartbeat. But you know, and across probably, the country. After this, we will. can kill mine. Okay, sure. Do you want to? Do you want to team up? Do you want to kill mine? Are we just gonna be? Are we gonna get costumes and uh, like a cool name, and we're gonna be vigilantes roaming the countryside, murdering sires? Uh, no, he'd enjoy that, and so I honestly can't abide by that. Okay, right on. <laughs> sure, I'll help you kill your sire too, and then we'll kill Madison's sire, and then uh, yeah, it'll be great. We'll just go down the line. Yeah, sounds yeah. great. Uh, never make childer is the thing I'm taking away from this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, since I'm pretty sure we're going to die, I wanted to drop off some stuff with um, an old boyfriend. It's Hancock, isn't it? No. Oh, thank I'm not God. Gonna, I'm not going to give Hancock old pictures of myself. Are you fucking kidding me? I don't know. You guys get into some really weird shit. There was Crisco in one room. I Crisco? Yeah, like uh, lads. Like, the I don't know what you were doing. Like, I don't I'm know confused. what you were doing with it. What the fuck does that mean, Alex? There was a whole Alex? Crisco just laying on the floor, and I'm pretty sure there was like hairs in it and stuff. It was really disturbing. I don't know what you two got up to, but it was very uncomfortable for me. Why were you there? <laughs> Shut up, Alex. Get in the car. Oh my okay. god, she closes the trunk. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh my god. I can't believe you. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and so she sort of she sort of drives over there. All of the stuff that she has in that box. Um when she came over to Atlanta, she brought over a lot of her stuff, but she's kind of a pack rat as mm -hmm. um, everybody here knows. Oh yeah. And as she was cleaning to move she saw a lot of stuff that she was like, I'm positive I had left that in a warehouse in LA. But now she has it here. With mm -hmm. her. And it's a lot of stuff that is sentimental. It's a lot of stuff that if something happens to her, she does not want anybody to see. It's pictures of her when she was like alive. Mm -hmm. And when she was jet setting and even further back there's pictures of her like as a gymnast like with trophies and shit and so this is very 
it's stuff that she doesn't she doesn't want to exist in the vampire sphere anymore she wants it gone and for her the best way to sort of have any closure on that as she's cleaning out her house and she's moving and and reducing everything is to give that to someone who might care about it okay she has no contact with her parents (laughs) and so she's like i'll give this to him okay the cover of night (laughs) so he is uh like i said his apartment is inviting so you do know that you are going to be in the territory of uh, another anarch uh gang yeah uh the 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 ministry coterie as it were uh so are you going to be giving them a heads up or you just roll into town (sighs) i'm not going to be feeding or anything and i'm kind of dropping it off I've kind of been watching this guy's house from a distance, and so mm-hmm. I, I might send them a text that I'm driving through, okay, and leave it at that, because I'm not, I'm not here to violate their, like, claim on this place. I'm not, sure. I'm not breaking. Uh, yeah, you, you, uh, a couple minutes after you send that text, uh, you just basically kind of get a thumbs up, uh, and. Um, uh, and then a couple minutes after that, you get another text from then. Uh, and just as says that uh, you know, Sister Lynn uh, has been waiting for you guys to come talk to her. <sighs> like, there's no, like, come do this now or anything. It's just, this is a thing. Yeah, she's just like, oh, well, if we live, we'll talk to her. <laughs> she doesn't say it aloud, but she thinks it. And it's okay. just like, oh. Yeah. So she cruises up. She doesn't park directly in front of the house. Mm-hmm. She parks a few blocks back. And um, you, you can stay in the car. You can come, Alex. I'm I'm just dropping this off. I. What would make you What would make you more comfortable? Gone. Weird. Oh, no, no. Listen, he's not coming to do shit. <laughs> right. That was such an uncomfortable laugh. You stay here for just a moment. All right, sure. Mm, sorry, I just... I didn't want to super be alone. I I don't really want to be alone. Do you, do you understand? Uh, he, he puts his, hands on your, his hand on your shoulder, and he looks in you in the eye, and he really does seem like genuine, even though he's still a little awkward. And he's like, we're family. You've always got me. I appreciate you. Oh, fuck. You're making me sensitive. And she, like, <laughs> she exits the, the car and goes to grab the uh, the, the box. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, she pulls up, she pulls up her hoodie and uh, sort of, she knows that his house is probably, it probably has, well, it definitely has, like, cameras and everything oh yeah she plops it down on his doorstep okay rings his doorbell and goes to walk away and she wants to stay you know he was such an important part of her life do you hesitate at all yes you linger like yeah of course she does 
This is someone who, who was a formative part of her entire life. And it's very painful how they stopped talking Mm -hmm. and how, how crazy things have gotten since. Uh, But she felt like she, like, she almost knows that by doing this, he's going to start asking. He's going to start looking. He's going to lose the assumption she died. So you linger uh, a bit. uh, And just as you're about to to head back to the car, uh, you hear a buzzing uh, by the doorstep from from an intercom, you think, and you hear his voice uh, coming out from the speaker. Um, And this is a little late for a delivery. Yeah, it is, Vincent. Uh, this is for you. I've got to go. And I just uh, wait there. I wait there because I just want to hear him talk again. Uh, you don't hear his voice from the intercom. Uh, but you see a hall light go on from the upstairs. I move around the back. I I take a couple steps back and I would like to um, become invisible. I want to see his face. Okay. I just just want to see his face. Yeah. Um, The um, cloak of of shadows. I don't have to roll. I don't think. No, you don't. You just have to stay still. Yeah. I just stay still. So, yeah. uh, She, um, you disappear. Uh, Alex, are you paying attention to what's going on, Alex, from the car, or can he even see you from where you, you parked? I'm probably across the street a couple houses down. He might be able to see. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, Alex, are you paying attention to what's going on out here? I mean, sort of vaguely, not like, not intently. Okay. But you probably notice when she vanishes out of the out of sight. Uh... I mean, she, she you, you like, you look down. She's up there by the doorstep, and you look back, and she's not there anymore. Yeah, I assume he invited her in, and they're going to do weird stuff with Crisco. <laughs> nice. No. No Crisco. Uh, but yeah, so you, you disappear, uh, and then a downstairs light comes on, uh, and the door is just thrown open, uh, and he steps out and is just looking, looking down the street, looking uh, out the yards. He, he flips on. Uh, floodlights that come and just illuminate the entire yard but you're staying still and that doesn't matter you can't be seen yeah seeing him now because it's he's older i died in the 90s yeah i died in the 90s i haven't seen him he's 30 years older he's definitely looks 30 years older yeah um you know there's not much that you can do uh to to stop that um, yeah, but he's haunted. still him. He still works out. He still takes care of himself. Yeah. Um, and he, you know, he looks down at the box, um, just because out of curiosity. Um, but he's still looking around. Um, he takes a couple steps off of his doorstep and starts looking down the street and he just says 
you get the sensation that he wants to be a little louder, but something stops him from from actually like yelling. But he says, he says, Willow. It that just makes her heart stop. Like it's already gone, but like her chest tightens, and it's just so it's so painful because she has avoided being physically near him. Like it's an effort. It's an effort to not want to involve herself with mm-hmm. him again because she knows how she gets. And this is just, it's tantamount. This is tantamount to like, um, this, this is like self, this, this is, is like self harm. Yeah. 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 You get it. You understand. <laughs> yeah. This, this is, is rough. This is hard for her, but she thinks she's going to die. <laughs> and it's cathartic, maybe. It's maybe. In the midst of all of that, a tiny voice inside of you just whispers, you can have him forever. Oh, and she knows. Because it's not just that voice inside of her that says that. It's her. Mm -hmm. She thinks, I could have him forever. And that's why she stays away from him. Because she knows she's a crazy bitch. Eventually, he um, he goes back onto his doorstep, and he he goes to the box and picks it up. He hasn't opened it yet. Uh, he kind of hefts it a little, and he turns around one more time, just looking out into the yard trying to see any trace. Then he turns around, goes in, closes the door behind him, and the lights click off, and you're surrounded by darkness again. That she makes her way back to the car. It's... She thinks to herself, if I live through this, maybe I'll say something. Maybe, maybe I can get a little bit closer. Maybe I can trust myself to do that now. Maybe things have changed now that she's drank from that cup. Like maybe there's like some sort of hope that maybe that has changed something about her, her personality, even though it doesn't, but there's like a sort of hope that, you know, maybe that that'll direction. Fix, maybe that'll fix something, you know, maybe things are different now. And she goes back to her car and just, she's already crying. Like there's already, there's already blood tears by the time she gets into the car with Alex. And she's just like, man. And he's just going to kind of like notice and try to be there try to like he's sort of looking at the older guy saw the guy coming out and calling her name with a broken voice and he's gonna kind of piece things together a bit man yeah that's um that's tough i don't think i could have done it i mean you talk to yours i do the only thing sometimes that remind me uh who i am you giving up on who you are? No. He was who I was. I am everything I am because of him. Sure. 
Churchill. Well, let's uh, let's see to it you survive this thing, huh? Yeah, I'm ready to go back. <sighs> okay. Oh God, Alex. Yeah, uh, so... we'll, we'll keep this between you and me. So you start to head back, uh, head down on back on the 75. And I'm assuming there's not a lot of small talk on this, this drive back. No, she's, she's kind of race. Everything's kind of going through her head uh, mm-hmm. right now. Like she'll sigh occasionally or like yell at someone who, like she doesn't agree with their driving which is pretty standard she has a moderate amount of road rage <laughs> nice but so um, while all of the uh traffic it's it's getting it's after midnight now um middle of the week uh so there's there's cars on the road but it's not it's not crazy but uh in this kind of uh in this quiet drive Alex, you uh, you see the lights of the city are sort of playing over as you drive down the roads, down the highway, uh, the skyline. Uh, you know, pretty impressive. Atlanta's a pretty big city. There's a lot of lights. There's a lot of going on, and you feel like there's 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 chatter on the wire tonight. It's hot. You can kind of hear the whispers okay. in the back of your head. Um, it's not necessarily something going on. There's not like a call, but that the bandwidth is good, you feel. Okay, I'm going to tune in, listen. There's, um, yeah. It's chaotic. You know, there's there's a dozen different stories playing out. Um, you, you get the sensation that there's probably an Elysium because there's a lot of fancy fancy dresses and, and, and paper dolls uh, and, and, and a lot of that. You think that, that maybe maybe the Elysium is going on. Um, you get uh you get the idea of there's maybe maybe a rock show oh you hear a lot of no, a lot of a lot of th- a lot of pounding drums but not like not the 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 systematic of a uh, beat of an EDM uh more like the the primal beat on on an actual drum set um and in the in the skyline uh, you see lines of color uh, drawing themselves from from window to window to street lamp um, in the way that you know your sister draws when she's in an artistic mood. Uh, I'm going to kind of gesture to Willow, um, sort of, I'm going to kind of trance out a bit. and I'm going to gesture to Willow where I need her to move, where I need her to go, so as to 
get us closer to this feeling. Sure. I don't have anywhere else. I don't have anything else to do tonight. I took all Yeah, you, you know you need color. And you, you know, you actually, it's, it's a place that you probably uh, at least drive through on, on pretty regular because it is actually in the northern edge of your territory, the, the, the Krog Street Market. Oh, yeah. A lot of street art, a lot of uh, graffiti and, uh, you know, painted uh, concrete pylons. It's a very colorful place. That feels like the right place. Okay. When we get there, I'm just going to step out of the car. Is it the market or the tunnel? It's the tunnel. Okay, cool. Let me get out of it. Kind of show the, point out some cool art to uh, to Willow. Yeah, she'll, she'll come out and, and walk with you. We're twinning it up right now. Oh, my yeah. God. There's not, pe- there, people aren't here. It's, it's uh, you know, it, it not, people don't come here in the middle of the night. Yeah. Right. Um, that is true. But the walls are, uh, you know, festooned with art and color. Uh, it's lit up by a car that drives through every now and then, but there are sidewalks and uh, places that you can walk amongst it. And you're, you're seeing, you're seeing behind the, the paint where you see your sister's work just sort of playing in between the lines and you feel closer to her. Uh, I'm going to sort of find one of the pieces of art that I recognize as being hers or something like hers. And you don't, I'm going... you don't think any of her pieces are here, but you find something that sort of resonates with her. Okay. I'm going to find that piece that resonates with her and I'm going to sit down and I'm going to try to find her on the web. I mean, you think you found her. Okay. I'm just like, you think that you're as close to her as you can get without actually like finding her. All right. I'm just going to try to talk to her then. What do you say? Say, uh, this, this sort of space always, always reminded me of you. Um, a car passes, uh, and even though it's just, you know, a headlamp in your mind, it's like a black light washes over the piece that you're looking at. The colors pop and they linger. I came away from our last meeting somewhat confused about what exactly it is that you're looking for us to do. But if it is what I think you're asking us to do, can you get them alone? It gets dark in your head. Um, the the real art kind of goes away, and you're you're left with those lines, uh, those very abstract lines that are very much her work. Um, Willow, he's just kind of staring at a wall. Yeah, I've never, um, even though I've passed, I've probably passed by this place a couple times, but I've never like been inside of it. Oh, and so I'm just like, oh. This is nice. A little chaotic. This has weird vibes. <laughs> um, 
and you see uh, the lines start to resolve themselves into kind of a pattern. Um, they resolve into a it's more like a, a a landscape than anything else like you see kind of the bob ross happy little trees uh going and you see a little animal uh that's sort of taking shape out in in the in the plain in the grass um and it's an it's a majestic beast like it's a boar big maybe for like if, if it had any sort of sense of perception like it'd be a 400 pounder um and as you're looking this becomes less and less abstract it becomes more real like a more like a, a thing that you're seeing and the boar it's raging it's snorting and bellowing um but you can see at its mouth on its hind quarters pustules of some blight um and It just kind of looks, for all of its strength and all of its power, uh, and all its sort of inherent majesty, you just get a sense of, of sadness and disgust when you look at it. Yep. Um, okay. So I'm going to kind of take that as her saying basically that she does not want to participate in this, but she doesn't feel like she has any choice because he's damaged. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm going to kind of, Alex nods, you know, he sees that from the picture that she's shown him. And he says, um, In that case, then uh, I'll give you a heads up when we're making our move. I don't want to hurt anyone else. I just want him. Because even though you and I disagree about the ends, we agree about the basis of why we agree about the very basic things. And whatever he has become cannot be allowed to remain for both of our sakes and for the sakes of both of our sects. Give me a shot at him and I'll take it. You see um, your, your vision sort of returns back into the tunnel and it, it's all very normal. Uh, 
but lingering, sort of fading in the background, you see uh, the image of the moon uh, shining with that UV light. Um, and it is, it's not as it is in, in the sky right now. Uh, it's it's a little off phase. Okay. And then normality returns. Okay. Uh, so Alex will sort of reach out and brush his ha hand across the painting lovingly as if, you know, he paint painted it himself. Uh, and then he'll stand up and he will Google phases of the moon and figure out what night it is that she expects him to do this. Uh, well... It's Wednesday now. Uh, you think Sunday is when the moon will be that color. Whether or not that's what she was trying to convey, you're not sure, but she seems to convey something. Something. Something's going to happen that night. Mm. All right, cool. Uh, Alex, we'll go back to the car. and. Did you get what you... Um, so um, what uh, was that? Uh, members of my family communicate in very strange ways sometimes, but I have a basic idea of what our next step is. They gave you, they gave you a hint or a time? Either that or I misread it all and we are doomed. Oh, yeah, that's what I need right now. Anything You're welcome. Else? No. No, there's, you, don't, you don't want to talk about how gruesome it's going to be? Thanks. If <laughs> I interpret my sister's intentions correctly, she agrees that Carl cannot be allowed to stand in the condition that he is in. It is very okay. important to me that nobody else there die. So if he does have assistance, I'm going to quite demand that they not be killed. Staked, if need be, torpid, but not killed. Why? Old friends? No, not exactly. I mean, they're not going to take kindly to the assassination and it's a little easier to kill. The fact that my sister is willing to cooperate on this means that she has attempted to solve this problem through the channels available to her and mm -hmm. been unsuccessful. That further means that, let me rephrase, we should not anticipate that that means that she will not behave as a full-fledged member of the Sabbat should she deem us a threat to those that are not targeted. You don't want us to kill your sister. That's fine. I don't think we can kill my sister. I don't want to try. But I very specifically don't want my sister to kill us. That's a difficult line to walk. I believe based on the symbols that my sister has shown me, that if we are to keep our efforts focused on the destruction of Carl, she will not 
interfere in a way that is deleterious to us. Okay, that that's actually just ideal. And I believe I that she wants us to make our move on Sunday night. That's pretty... F- Sunday night. Does she say where? I mean, I assume in the same place that you anticipated making it earlier. Okay. Fuck. Sunday night, I'm going to have to teach you how to fire a gun. And I'm going to have to get my hair done. Your hair looks great. I know. You don't have to change your hair. It's fine the way it is. You look great. I didn't say I was going to change it. I said I was going to get it done. What's the difference? (laughs) Let's go to a shooting range. Okay. Let's go to a shooting range. I want to teach you how to fire a gun. It'll be fun. I'm sure that it will. Let's do it. Okay. I'm with this. Back at the Haven. (laughs) It's Atlanta. You can totally find a shooting range that's open after midnight. Oh, yes. And they're drunk. Come on. (laughs) And it's filled with 16-year-olds. Listen, I know where we're at. (laughs) (laughs) So, back at the Haven, Madison. Uh, Still chomping away at those emails. Yeah. uh, He doesn't know that it's got to be done by Sunday, so... (laughs) It's well, good that I will, he's doing it. I will say that uh, when you spoke with the archbishop, he did give the about a week timeline. Okay, so in fact, he does have reason to be turboing at this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, so um, you're you're that that project is well underway. Uh, so is there anything else that he's putting his attention to while those um, wheels are spinning? If he is out of stuff to excuse himself away from thinking about the East Street Boys on, <laughs> then he'll think about him. <laughs> so actually, there's something there. There's a bit of housekeeping that I want to take care of that we haven't taken care of. Yet. Yeah, Madison's like picking up the phone to call Nikki, and then it's like, wait, there's something for me to do, and he puts the phone back down, but, and he uh, does whatever you're about to say. So what we have to take care of is the fact that one of your touchstones has been grievously injured. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, So that means that there is a stain upon your humanity. Yep. Uh, Now, this is a question that I have to put to you. Uh, This is something that uh, our viewers uh, know, uh, and Cadence certainly does, but she hasn't mentioned it. I'm wondering how much of the dots Madison has put together in regards to this. Uh, Because there is an interpretation that can be made that Madison, if he is put enough dots together, he might be of the, it might be reasonable to think that he might think himself partially to blame for this. Uh oh. Which would make the difference between one stain and two stains. That's really complicated. I want you to be honest, Dylan, with how how much Madison, being as clever as he is, how much Madison would put together. Because you did, you you're pretty sure with the with the with the information on the table, you know Nikki wanted you to take care of a veterans group that was giving him shit. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And yeah. Willie 
was leading a veterans group no, I, cleaning I, up. It's pretty clear. I mean, Madison's assumption is that uh, Nikki's beef over the accusation about him being tied up in trans bullshit, this is like a, hey, get your nose out of that. That That's his current, like, okay. top assumption. But to date, you don't know, have any reason to suspect that Nikki knows that you and Willie or these veterans are connected in any way. Eh, that's true, but... But it's still an assumption that Madison might make. So I'm yeah. leaving the decision up to you, whether the determination of your touchstone is hurt or your touchstone is hurt and you're somewhat responsible for it. And if, the, if the bar is somewhat responsible, then it's, it's, it's at somewhat responsible. Okay, so that would, that would be too... Uh, you're responsible enough to be two, sure. two stains instead of one stain. <laughs> Okay, that's fine. Okay, so that would be two stains on your humanity. Okay. So the way that works is you essentially uh, roll the difference uh, basically from, from your humanity, so from eight to mm -hmm. ten, minus your stains. From eight to ten, so that's zero. No, that's, that's you have two stains. The difference between 8 and 10 is... Uh, oh, yeah, you're right. So, yeah, you would roll one die. Hmm? In that oh, instance. Oh, Lord. Oh, man. Man, I didn't realize it was that easy to lose morality. Oh, when yeah. You're hot, it's actually, like, the way it works is... Well, I got a you, success. You got a success. Okay. So what that means is that Madison feels enough remorse over this uh and 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 to a degree uh that that he's able to hang on to his humanity that mm -hmm. he feels bad not just in an angry way or a vengeful way in a legitimate like soulful way yeah mm -hmm. that makes that sense. that he is able to take this hit without just shrugging it off and yeah. losing a piece of himself. So that should seriously impact how you approach the situation going forward. Mm -hmm. Sure, yeah. Yikes. So the weight of that, when you're all alone and you have a lull in your activity, kind of hits you. <gasps> and you, you kind of have to spend a little time thinking it through and and resolving how you should feel about it and you retain the the human emotions that surrounds the situations as opposed to the bestial ones he's gonna go get the chair that he threw okay <laughs> put it back and just unfolds it and puts it back and it's like <laughs> he's still gonna have to talk to him oh I mean, yeah. There's, yeah there's really nothing else to do about it other than i mean they still have to be engaged on it because mm -hmm. this it is that's not gonna fly that is not gonna fly so uh, uh but i don't think i'm gonna do it immediately okay excellent so Time goes by. You and Alex and Willow 
find a shooting range. Uh, it's not open for very much longer. They do. Can I can I tip them to be like, hey, can we get a little like an extra forty five minutes? Sorry for the trouble. <laughs> you can tip them uh, for an extra half hour. Oh, okay. That's fine. Uh, you know they 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 gotta go home. But yeah, so you get about half hour ish time at the shooting range. Yeah, I'm gonna show Alex. Oh my god. Oh, it's like I'm your daddy now, and I'm showing you how to shoot a gun. That's exactly the most appalling thing you could have said. So excellent, great job. <laughs> so yeah, Willow, you you walk him through uh, firearms training 101. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, what do you start him out on? I start him out on what is on the gun. <laughs> okay, that's I'm a like, good starting I'm point. Like, this is this is very important. Like, this is the slide. Don't get anything caught in here. You know, always open it, check it. You know where the safety is on it. I'm just gonna tell him all about the gun that I'm giving him. But by the way, James, I'm finding this hilarious. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but, but yeah, uh, but yeah, no, you, you, you walk them through the basics, uh, and, uh, you're able to, to get them to understand how the things work. Do you want to roll a little bit so we can see what your target practice looks like? Sure. <laughs> that would be a straight dexterity roll. Uh, uh so she's going to hand me the, the weapon. And the first thing I'm going to do is release the magazine, which is going to fall on the floor. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Just, and then I'm just uh, going to point the gun like i'm going to turn towards her with the gun because i don't realize hey. there's a round in the chamber uh, oh, 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 oh well. no, you don't point that at people what but, point it, uh, what are you doing point it down and don't don't point that at people but are we supposed to point it at people don't point it at me oh, oh right good but it's okay so hold on check check the chain check the he's gonna pull the slide back realize that it? there's a round in there okay. he's gonna oh okay Oh, you you told me about this. Yeah, it's there's one in. That's... Do you ever hear like rap songs where they talk about one in the chamber? Yeah, don't point your gun at. People. Oh, I thought it was because they. <laughs> I thought it was because they really wanted to get laid. I get it now. Yeah, that's that's lovely. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna make those rolls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, "What does that mean?" <laughs> She's rooting you on. She's like, "I believe in you." I believe in you so much. Thanks, mother. <laughs> Hold on, let me, I accidentally closed my sheet. Let me pull it back up real quick. So that I can look at what the terrible dexterity score is. Oh, it's not too bad. I've got two dice for this. This is going to be great. You could rouse the blood to give yourself an extra <laughs> dice on that. Nope. Mm, that Faustian bargain. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that's just two dice to roll. I am... You include your hunger die on it. Oh, that's that's great. So it's a hunger die and a regular die. Oh, I'm so excited. All right. Roll. No. What is wrong with my computer? Okay, here we go. Here we go. First die. And I'm rolling it. And I'm rolling it. And it's a hit. Second die uh, is a miss. Okay. So you do get a success. He hits the paper. Yeah, again. you hit the paper. <laughs> Pop. Bang. How's the recoil on that? Um, not as bad as I was going to expect, though. Does kick a little. Okay. Do you do you think you can handle a bigger one? Or oh no, that? no, no. This is good. This is okay. about what I can. I have very narrow wrists. What does that mean? 
the bones that support my wrist can't really handle much more than this, I think. What the fuck does that mean? You should be fine. Do you okay. want something lighter? No, no, I, this feels like a warm buff. Once that means more. good. What? That's good? That's okay. good. I'm very proud. This is I'm, good. I'm proud of me too. All right. I'm keeping this paper and I'm going to show Caden. She's going to also be proud, I think. All right. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. I can fight now. I mean, do you, how about you pick up the pick up the magazine, put it, click it, back, uh, put it back in. Okay. And do a couple more. Just All really right. good. Yeah. He, he, the next uh, time he, uh, what happens when you get a one on a hunger die? Nothing? Uh, that would be a, a bestial, uh, uh, yeah, that's a, a bestial failure. Oh. Or if you also the... failed. Yeah, no, I, I, I actually succeeded. I got an eight. Oh, yeah. then, then nothing happens. If you, if you get a success, then a one on a hunger die doesn't mean anything. It's only when you fail the roll that you, uh, that you, that a bestial happens. So yeah, you, Pop another one. You get a little, a little closer to the center this time. I rolled just for for funsies, and I got three successes. <laughs> so okay. he's over there, like pinging the head, and I'm just like trying not to shoot the lights out of this place. Well, I don't think Madison's with y'all right now, but you said you said you all. I thought it was I thought it was oh, a yeah. group outing. Oh, if, I mean, if if Madison would would have come along, yeah, for sure. Have... Madison yeah. actually oh, likes my... guns. Yeah. Oh my god, we can talk about guns. Yeah, I have two firearms. Hell yes. So yeah, yeah. So the, 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 I've the... been on the streets. Mm-hmm. Oh my! <laughs> I'm a venture from the streets. So yeah, so the three of you eventually meet up in the shooting range and, and uh, put some lead down range. I take it this is justification for me to buy firearms. One, if you yes. so desire, you can. Please. <laughs> then I then I will do so. Good times. My Machiavellian schemes are finally working. Yeah. But eventually, uh, the, the 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 attendant does kind of head on in. Uh, let you guys know that it's it's about time. You All guys right. need to get going. All right, let me get okay. my pa- let me get the papers. Put the gun down. Want to go get the papers? He puts the gun. Down. Thank you. Yeah, the guy just takes the like he like. You get the sensation that he's been watching you guys. Yeah. He he takes the gun, and like starts <laughs> taking it out. <laughs> oh, good call. That is a good call. He's like, actually, ma'am, let me let me take care of that. Oh, please. Thank you. I appreciate and he goes and he gets all your papers uh, and you know, he rolls them up, hands them over to you. Like, I like your watch. Uh, do you want to text me sometime? I see him. He kind of he, he, he like gives you a look up and down. It's real gross. He's all like, yeah, sure. Okay, cool. Give me your number. Yeah, <laughs> he, uh, he writes it on uh, on one of the one of the papers. Cool. And, and hands them over to Does you. Does he write it on one of her papers? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, he should be terrified of that paper. <laughs> <laughs> How much do you have, by the way? I'm curious. A lot. <laughs> like three. Like I know you have more than two decks. Um. Yeah. I have. I have four decks mm-hmm. and uh, two firearms. So oh yeah. Nice. Willow. Willow is like, yeah, no, I love shooting people. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's super great for me. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Sorry. Yeah, so yeah, you guys are kind of chuffed out of here. Um, you guys head back to your haven. What do you do next? Yeah, I'll head back to the haven. My house isn't ready to live in yet. Um, or I, am I staying with Alex still? I might be. I yeah. don't remember. Well, I, I think I think y'all are avoiding Alex's haven. 
uh, for the time being because of hunters. Um, but yeah. I mean, yeah. the speakeasy part has like at least four rooms, probably yeah. more than that for like guests. Yeah, let's go there. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. still pretty ramshackle. Or you guys haven't haven't put, had had enough time to make it truly cozy. I'm gonna make it cozy. That's what I'm spending the rest of my night on. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you can you can you can start uh, getting. Th- yeah, guys, let's decorate. Okay. But no, but the furniture isn't here yet, or is it here? Some of it is. I'm ready to de- I'm ready to assemble a. I want to assemble a dresser or something. Now that people are here, I bet I could even finish it. Well, <laughs> luckily I'll... for you, we have a nice, high-quality hymnus over here, ready and willing for your magical touch. So yeah. while you guys are doing this, I would like everyone to roll the higher of either your wits awareness or wits investigation. Wits awareness, wits investigation. Sure. And let me let me know which 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 that is. Um for me mine would be wits and investigation. Okay. Oh wrong type of dice. Oops. I have the same pool for either. Okay. Three, okay. So I'm using two. a, I'm using awareness, and I got three hits. Okay. And what about you? Uh, I got two. I had the same pool for either. So. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Dealer's choice. So as you guys are moving things around, um, uh, when you guys are actually um going over the little bar back area, um, you all sort of you you notice. You all notice little details um, that seem a little off. Um, And when the three of you kind of like mention it to each other, those details sort of mesh into something that's actually a little more off than than is normal. Um, There's something on the lower edge um, of the this bar basically like um, underneath uh, the shelf where where the the liquor is supposed to go, um, like one of you feels kind of a draft. Uh, one of you notices some irregularities in the paint on the drywall, um, and like one of you kind of like knocks it a little bit, and it sounds a little off. So there's a section, um, maybe about four feet wide and three feet tall, um, that it doesn't look right. There's something off with it. It's not, it doesn't mesh with the rest of the wall that's that's behind this bar. Is this hollow? It's he not hollow. Clunks There's, it again. It, it, it just, it makes kind of an off sound. Uh, do we have a screwdriver? Or yeah, you, you, I mean, you, you, you've got some Allen wrenches and some. <laughs> oh, gross. I, I'll take a pocket knife then. <laughs> uh, she sort of is gonna, she's gonna run it along the edge up top okay. and then up bottom to see if there's like if there's give underneath there um there's not necessarily give i mean there's certain, there's certainly some drywall here like i said this place has been maintained uh since you know uh since at least 10 years ago it when it would stop being maintained uh but you sort of you as you drag it along you feel just a change in the consistency of the drywall 
in this section. Do you want to see what's behind it? Uh, yeah, thousand percent. Yes, we literally just moved in here, and if we're already we already have a bug in here, I'm just gonna go shoot Tran in the fucking head. Do you want to use a hammer? It. You're the crime professional. Oh, oh can we use a gun? No. Oh, um, okay. Sorry. It's a little loud, but um. <laughs> what? I love that you're so gung ho for this. Yeah, it, it's not too hard, especially with the three of you working to like basically chip off and remove this section of drywall. Alex, you're a real American now. You're officially immigrated. I feel like, yeah. uh, do, yeah. do I start losing words from my vocabulary immediately? Or? Well, the G's go first. Right, right, yeah. Makes sense. But uh, when you guys remove this <laughs> section, uh, what you see uh, is, and you can tell the difference, uh, like you've pulled a little bit more drywall around the edge of it. Uh, you see that um, there is poured concrete around the edges um, uh, and there is sort of wood slats uh, put in sort of a recessed uh, opening that you can sort of pry off. And behind those wood slats uh, is a very heavy looking welded shut iron or metal um, hatchway essentially. Is this like a is this like a bunker? Is this like a coffin? You're not sure. It it seems like it seems like they someone this looks like modernish construction. It doesn't look this looks and it looks out of congruity with the rest of, of what you're seeing on this wall. Well, I'm looking like there. So it looks like they, there is a sort of an iron a metal hatchway that's set into to like reinforced poured concrete and it's been welded entirely shut. Oh, it's welded. What like the so fuck? there's no there's no opening. There's no hat there's no um like like the hinges have been welded. Um and it, it, it's just a wall of metal that was at one point an opening, but they have it's been sealed totally. That is super cool. Anybody got an acetylene torch? Was it welded uh, yeah. from our side? <laughs> yeah, it was welded from your side. I mean, I have a small open. one in I have a small one in my car. I have a big one at my office. Well, let's cut this open. Do you want to cut it open? Absolutely, I want to cut it open. I would this like to good. know. I feel alive when I see stuff like this. I want to know what's inside. <laughs> yeah, it's totally reasonable for you to have a, a small acetylene torch willow. Yeah, uh, in, in this is me. <laughs> I'm like, hold on, give me a second. Let me get it from my car. <laughs> uh, so yeah, whoever's doing this, I'm gonna need a dex craft roll from, sure, uh, and a willpower roll. Uh, yeah, because fire. It's yeah. scary. So let me see. Uh, craft specifically for this sort of thing. So let me do my. Um, roll for it first and then I'll do my uh, you said it would be a willpower mm -hmm. oh your unspent willpower but you haven't haven't burned any of this game so I know oh I keep rolling these bloody number dice one two three four all right so four on that and then my unspent willpower 
right, I got one success on that willpower roll. So yeah, it's it's a small torch, so you're able to hold it together. Uh, and you put you on got, my mask. <laughs> yeah, you put on your mask, uh, and you said you got four successes on the on the the craft roll. Yeah. All right. So yeah, it takes a little bit for you to to work through this. You actually have to. You're glad it's that you nice. have a second. You have a second tank. Yeah. Because uh, this is yeah. some serious business, and it takes a bit. And while you're working on it, uh, Alex, I would like you to roll premonition for me, please. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> oh dear. That is going to be uh, only one success. So in like the last moments of her getting through uh, this welding, this, this seal, you hear in your head um, many thousands of voices speaking at once, each of them saying a single word. Um, uh, so they, what they are doing, and you recognize it, you can somehow parse it um, that they are reciting the Edgar Allan Poe story, The Telltale Heart. Each one of them saying one word at the same time. That's awesome. I'm just gonna like. And, and like, but this like hits you like a, like a, like a, a slug to the back of the head. He's gonna start reciting it? Yeah. What? But like word, like just words are coming out of his mouth in no particular order. Um, he just starts babbling essentially. You just you just hear a muffled behind the mask. What's he saying? What's uh, he saying? Wait, did I hear Telltale? What the fuck are you saying, Alex? He he seems really excited. All right. And I don't know. This feels of... more like a cask of Amontillado situation to me. But you do you, man. <laughs> uh, she's she just keeps working and is like, "What is happening?" Oh, he must be he must be excited to see what's inside. That's what this is. It's not it's not Malkavian bullshit. He's just excited. Yeah, that's what it is. Scott, is it reasonable that that with you know a high intelligence a, uh, yeah, a, a few moments You mean intelligence academics? Oh no, not that. Not that thing you're really good at. <laughs> I got four successes. Oh, okay, no. yeah, you you piece the night together enough of what he's saying, you recognize some of the that 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 Poe-ish diction. Oh, uh, son to, of a to bitch. Uh, but yeah, so Will, you you make your way through the last hinge, uh, and uh, are able to. Do you push it in or pull it out? How are you, how are you getting at it? Because it's not it's not opening like there's no smooth opening of this thing. I'm going to. Uh... I'm going to get some suction cups and I'm going to pull it out. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm going to give it a pull and then try not to get crushed. What's your, what's your strength? My strength? Let me see. It's not super high. Oh, no, actually, it's okay. Three. Yeah, no, you're, oh, able, wow. to, you're able to take care of that. Uh, yeah, you, you take the metal part out and, and set it to the side. And uh, when you do... Um, even though y'all don't breathe, uh, you, the the smell assaults you. It oh. smells like must and old decay. Just wa like hits you as like the pressure differential 
equalizes itself in the room. And it's dark. Let me get let me get some of my flashlights. God. She goes and she she uh gets she gets a, a flashlight and sort of like uh points so it in you, there and sweeps to see. So you do a sweep and it looks like a room. Like it, it looks like a pretty like standard kind of like storage room. And then you sweep the light over a section of it and you don't understand what you're seeing, but it looks horrible. It feels like you're taking apart. And you're not, it, it's whatever it is that your light is seeing, you're only seeing a little section of it when you pass it over, but like you instinctually just kind of reel back because whatever it is doesn't look right at all. Shit, there's something in there. Oh, fuck. So you're able to sort of train a couple of lights in there. Yeah, like I I have them hold lights. Yeah, and so you're able to pour enough light. And what you see in in, in roughly the middle of this pretty small room, uh, you see uh, similar to uh, the end result of the, uh, the, uh, the Jeff Goldblum uh, the fly, uh, that merging of man and insect, except it's a it's more more like a cockroach than a fly, uh, but it's utterly desiccated. How big like is it's it? An, it's man-sized. It's like an old man-sized, dried-out cockroach. Holy shit! Give me the broom. I'm gonna I'm gonna poke it. Okay, hold on. Holy shit. Look at the fucking size of that thing. How did we get this place again? Yeah, actually, was, was, did they give you any sort of hint of, of hidden room? No, no, the, the, the fucking appraiser missed the cockroach man. I'm sorry. Oh my god, I'm getting a broom. She gets a broom. Uh, and Madison is like viciously racking his brain to, to, attempt any sort of rational explanation for this here uh uh, james hold this do not turn off the flashlight while i'm in there i swear to fucking god take the flashlight and like point right at it i'm gonna see if there's an appropriate role for that madison do not (laughs) do not turn off that flashlight while i'm in there with that i'm not gonna turn the flashlight off i promise so (laughs) madison i'd like you to roll wits politics for me please what (laughs) That's fucking weird. <laughs> so, Willow, you're climbing in there with a... With like, <laughs> I got a crit. Okay, please. So, oh yeah, as Willow is... It's crawling, five. As Willow is crawling her way in with a flashlight and a, and a little implement, Madison, you, you sort of put it together. It's obvious that this place was obvi- was used as a haven before. Yeah. Like, it's too perfect not to. And it looks like there's about 10 years of decay and, and misuse in this place. Right. 10 years ago, this city was Sabat. Oh! Hey, you should not touch that. Are you... She was, like, about to... Give, give, it. Give, me a, give me a single die roll. See if I jab it? Yeah, to see, see if, if you jabbed it before or after he told you. <laughs> Success. I jabbed. I jabbed. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, you you poke it. 
but doesn't move. A little, oh, thank goodness. little, little flaky, chitinous flesh just flakes off where you poke it. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, just, put, I'm gonna push it out. No, just, just, just. Do, do, do you want to leave? I, I poke no, my okay. head back. Okay. Listen, out. listen, listen, listen. Do the math, right? If you look at the damage, and you compare it to the rest of the the, the building, right? Okay. It looks like this place probably. I don't know, about 10 years ago. What happened 10 years ago? Uh, 10 years ago, the Sabbat started leaving the city and the Cam and Anarchs rolled in. And um, he just kind of like stares at the two of them waiting for them to make no, the, sorry. the connection. Sabbat retreat. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, so what Fast and Furious 4, I think. Okay, that's also probably correct. But the Sabbat had control of the city. And that includes this really, really obviously secret part of this really, really inconspicuous warehouse. Oh, that thing is almost certainly used. As like a haven? Yeah, which yeah. means that whatever's on the other side of that door belongs to... So it's a Sabat cockroach? No, 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 nope, nope. Look, you know what? I did not go very far in the Sabat, but I can tell you for sure. There's no cockroaches. Alex says there's no cockroaches. I'm going to touch it again. There are flesh warpers. That's not what they look like, though. Do you think that's right? But they, they could. I, I don't know. I'm just saying that whatever is down here is either wait, something wait, wait. so shitty that the Sabbat wanted to seal it away, or it's some shitty Sabbat stuff that the people who moved in here afterward wanted to seal away. No, and no, either way, we should be very careful it's and maybe wait for cadence. It's pretty clear to me that the Sabbats welded this thing up in the wall. This is a bad guy. Like, a really, really bad guy. Mm -hmm. He's like not moving. I'd like, like to investigate while I'm in there with my flashlight. Okay. okay. Uh, and like she dislodges do... the stake and the ancient Bali arises. No, as, as I will say, the, the, yeah, you, you've been in there. There's no stake. This thing does not have a, 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 any wood inside of it at all. That you can see. Two successes. Two successes. So I, I sort of like poke it and like put my flashlight around it to see like what's up with this bug or what's up with this carapace thing um i mean it is as, as i've described it is um not moving at all um it just it 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 looks what it looks like um you sort of look around the room a little bit and you see uh it, it looks like a pretty solid little storage area you know the whole thing is is that sort of reinforced concrete all around um and you do see every now and then spaced out like maybe inch gashes in the concrete madison's gonna turn his phone light on and look in one of those gashes um it looks to be about congress with the the appendages at the end of this cockroach man's bug finger, bug hands. Well, I mean, he is clearly walled up to die. That's pretty rough, I guess. Um, do you want to just put him back? Do you want me to put the door back on? 
a, do you want to burn it? The problem is I now, I really want to fucking know what it is, too. Uh. Okay, you go get the tarp out of the back of my car, and we can, like, pull it out. I would, I don't, I, it could stay in here. It's gross. Yeah, it, it, if you assume that this thing is a vampire of some sort, or uh, of a kindred, you're almost certain it's in torpor. Well. Like, it, it has all the, like, for a bug person... It's not moving. It it's dead, as best you can tell. <coughs> Absolutely unresponsive to stimulus in any way, but still preserved in 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 a, in a state. It's not unreasonable for you to to come to the conclusion that it that's in torpor. I mean, we can pull it out so I don't have to be in this dark little fucking room. Why know? don't we all go back out of this room and close the door and get cadence? Cadence is busy. Then let's do it tomorrow. Um, Scott, in in the in the story that you're you're telling here, before the before the the, the coming of the end times, mm-hmm. how prevalent were the Bali? Uh, give me an intelligence occult roll. I will do that this time. To see if you even know what the Bali are or have any idea about them. I did not succeed on that role. You don't, yeah, that, that's not some, a thing that occurs to Alex. Uh, that's that's a, a bit of a lore. It's not, in your experience, this could be a really heavily flesh-crafted Zemisi. Okay. Like, that's, that's I, the thing that comes to your head. Can I give it a shot? You You could. I got three successes. Yeah, the first thing that comes the, the thing that comes to your mind is you're pretty sure it's it's a, it's a flesh crafter. Yeah, which okay. is already the theory I was going on. So. Yeah, that uh, I will say Bali, super secret at least in my version of the world of darkness. That which makes is sense. Fine. They, they've been yeah. gone for a hell of a long time, and, and the ones that are still around are hiding very yep. very. Yep. That they makes perfect sense. Particularly be. after the, the 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 canon events of V five that have happened. Right. Um, so yeah, I, I just, I, I really don't want to fuck with this thing without cadence here. I, just, well, I mean, look, here's the here's the bottom line: if uh, it is something horrible, it would just kill all four of us. So it's, it really doesn't it's matter. It's not awake. Here or not? It's, it's clearly asleep. Go ahead, poke it with the broom. See what I'm talking about? It feels all empty and hollow. Here, poke yeah, it. It really, ahead. like, it really does feel like you're poking an old dead bug. Like it's like tap him. Look, right? and I give it like a little tap. <laughs> There's like nothing in there. There's like no organs. It's dead. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it could be kindred, in which case it might. He kind of like waves his hand in front of its face from a safe distance. Nothing. It's could... not, it, it's dead. Let's <sighs> let's wrap it up in a tarp and look at it, please. Yeah. I just have. Me oh too. my god. Yeah, me too. I really, yeah. I really want yeah, yeah, I wanna yeah. So we're gonna close yeah. on <laughs> uh, and leave it unresolved until next time. So Cadence can come in and be like, what the fuck? Where'd you guys get that? <laughs> where'd you where'd you fucking get this thing, guys? <laughs> Indeed. So thank you guys for playing. Uh thank Damn you it. everyone for watching. Uh 
I apologize once again for the technical difficulties. Our exit is going to be influenced by those technical difficulties. So <laughs> forgive me by that. But if you're watching it on YouTube, all of that's been taken care of. Right. Uh, we fixed it in post. We did fix it in post. <laughs> uh, absolutely. Thanks, everyone, for playing. If you like what you see and want to support the show, you can subscribe on Twitch. Uh, you can give us bits on Twitch. But if you really want to subscribe, help us out, go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash Simulacra Studios. That is the best way to support the show and the studio. I want to give a big, big, huge thanks to all my patrons, especially Mr. James Davey, Ms. Monique Ferrer, uh, Mr. Michael Tyson, Mr. David Haddad, and Mr. Eric Ramos, who are my $5 patrons, and thus have earned the lion's share of my love. Uh, does anyone have anything they would like to plug before we say goodbye? Hmm. I do. Oh. I know. Yes. Yep. Uh, so uh, I plugged it kind of briefly before, but for everybody, uh, my brother and I are both combat veterans. Uh, we both uh, have struggled with PTSD and we have decided uh, not too long ago to, we, we wanted to make a existential horror tabletop RPG that helped kind of show what that struggle is like. Uh, so we developed our own our horror RPG system. It's called the Midnight World. Um, and we try to safely explore those uh, symptoms in a way where we can turn it off at the end. Mm. Um we are demoing, uh, I don't know if any of your listeners are going to Midwinter Gaming Convention in Milwaukee this weekend, but if they are, we're going to be demoing starting Friday at 3.30 p.m. Uh, we're going to be going until about 11.30 Friday night, and then again on Saturday from 11.30 a.m. until about 11.30 at night because I'm a madman. Mm -hmm. um, if you're going to be at Midwinter Gaming Convention, please drop by, check us out. We've got plenty of slots left. We'd love to play with you. I'd love to show you our game. Uh, and we will be launching our Kickstarter in February, February 14th, to be precise. And uh, here at Simulacra Studios, we haven't settled on uh, the dates yet, but we will be streaming some sessions uh, of the Midnight World uh, for everyone's enjoyment. Uh, and we're definitely going to be doing some of that around the time of the Kickstarter. Uh, so look forward to that. That's going to be super fun. I'm excited. Yeah, that is. Uh, and you can check us out on Facebook. You can follow us at The Midnight World. Uh, and our webpage is a, a much longer uh, URL that yeah. you can find. Just go to the Facebook page. Yeah, and all the <laughs> links will be uh, on the YouTube links and uh, available for you. Mo, did you have anything you wanted to talk about? Um, yes. On the um, Surprise Round Twitch channel, I actually got to play in a one-shot. Uh, for Valor Academy Ooh. and so if you're interested in seeing me play uh, Valor Academy um, go to um, Surprise Round at Twitch. Cool we'll have a link to that and I know I'm super looking forward to your uh, what your uh, review of Night in Question. It's three fucking hours Scott I'm having so much trouble editing it. <laughs> I'm that sounds like a great thing to listen to at work yeah. uh, so I was I can't wait to hear that. Uh, Dylan, anything from you? Not particularly. Okie dokie. Well, uh, from all of us here at Burn It Down and Simulacra Studios, thanks for watching. See and fuck Nazis. There we go. I was waiting for it. Fuck. it it's during the closing. There's a timing element. Come Absolutely, on. Absolutely, there is. All right. It's always <laughs> right to say fuck Nazis. Don't it get me wrong. It is always right to say fuck Nazis. 